Hello and welcome to episode 54, season 3, episode 25 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. We have a route and we have a plan. Work from home if you can. Everyone in the Magalove crew, you're listening to the number one educational podcast. Two Mr. P's in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> PPE to the people that need it. Yeah, there we go. I hope you enjoy that little uh, intro, courtesy of that doink remix of the Boris Boris announcement, because uh, it's kept me entertained this week. And I think at certain points during the episode, we might just stop and have a little mini rave. Just throwing some dunks everywhere. (laughs) Wherever you're listening to this, you can also you've got a rave as well. I never knew what that was, you know, until I went to um, I went to Berlin uh, in the summer, just gone on a stag do. And, and someone had spoke to me in work about, oh, I love music when they put a donk on it. And I was a bit like, you what? I, I honestly had no idea what it meant. And then I was in um, I was in Berlin in this club called The Matrix. Um, got offered the blue and red pill, didn't take either, because <laughs> I'm against drugs. And, uh, to say no. <laughs> yeah, so I was, in, I was in The Matrix, and then suddenly I was, I was walking around, like there was all these different rooms. And one were you walking room, around or were you back? <laughs> I was, I was, I was Conor McGregor walking around, and I was like, uh, and then I just heard "Wise Men Say," you know, that UB40 cover of Elvis. Yeah, yeah. So I grabbed these lads. And I, Come on, it's getting here, right? And he went, "Fools rushing." And I'm stood in the middle, going, "Now I can't help falling in love." And then it just started like going with <laughs> you, and I was just a bit like, "This is a bit weird." It was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. like honestly. And then this guy was just going absolutely yeah. off it next to me. You like in my face, and yeah. I was just kind of like, "Whoa, this <laughs> we ain't in UB." Anymore, but um, um, they do it. At, they do it at bongos, don't they? They put a yeah, they doink put remix on. Donk. It's not doink. Doink's a clown. Donk. Donk they remix. Put a donk on it. <laughs> they put a doink. <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrestler from back in the day. You're thinking about us and the silent majority. <laughs> oh God. So yeah. So um, just another another week in lockdown, isn't it? Just another another week has passed by. Again, it's been amazing to have so many of you join the Facebook group, listen to the episodes, give us some feedback. Honestly, it, it, it's really helping us get through. We absolutely buzz off it all. Oh, I mean, yeah. this time last week, we'd just come off the back of the Sky interview. And then the day after, we were on BBC Radio Manchester, weren't we? We were, man. Which was, which was great because it was much more podcast related yeah like the sky one we were duped a little bit into believing it was going to be a chat about the pod and then it was just uh blindsided with all the uh school reopening stuff but i feel like we might we, oh yeah we handled it, was, it i loved it i mean i must have watched it i recorded it on my sky plus <laughs> don't know if i mentioned that i've got a new telly but i was i was watching myself up on the 65 inch yeah and i was just like you know what Oh, well, firstly, I was a bit gutted about my hair and beard combo. <laughs> I was a bit like, you're better than that. You know, like, if it was like, because normally when we do a live show, yeah, it's like one or two days before I usually get a fresh cut, fresh beard trim, because I know that people like to have the odd photo at the end and I want to be looking at my best. Right. You know? 
just in case my marriage goes down the pan. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You've got to leave options. Yeah, exactly. I don't want people to be like, oh, the other Mr. P is disgusting. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, uh, and, and so I was watching that, and I was a little bit gutted about my hair, but then... <laughs> um, but then I, I loved I loved what you said. I thought you spoke really, really lovely about teachers. Natch. I thought, I, what are you going on about? As if you, you sat there going, I'm just natch. No, I'm saying that's what I do. That's what I'm known for now. Yeah, that's even weird. No, I'm standing that is up. That's what I do. <laughs> no, that is standing what... up for the teachers no, and defending oh, the teachers. Right, sorry, I, I, I thought you were just like, you know... <laughs> Public speaking is <laughs> no, my No, no, uh, no. But, but, like, my reputation is now is this is a guy who will stand up and... You are. And You're like S.H.I.E.L.D. for teachers. You're yeah. like Samuel L. Jackson. Well, well that was a funny I'm comment, like wasn't it? America. One of the other comments that was, like, uh, a dig at the same time passing the compliment on. Right, Did you see that one where, it, where someone tagged someone in one of oh, the posts yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was like yeah yeah um, I'm getting a bit sick of seeing him everywhere but you know he stands up for us teachers yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> liked like it. a whack and then followed I, it up I, I pressed the like button hard enough that I ended up <laughs> loving it um, but yeah and then I thought that I came in and added a little bit you know just a, just a sprinkle of humour um, but it was funny because <laughs> at the start of lockdown it was kind of like I was a bit like you know no I'm not going to get my hair cut and stuff so I just thought, you know what, I'm going to dye it blonde. I'm just going to dye it. Who cares? No one's going to see me. And then probably more people <laughs> saw me than, than ever before. Um, uh, but no, it was, it was quality. And then, yeah, the radio was there was class. Um, and hopefully there might be a little bit more on the Well, they asked for the us to radio. come back, but they've not got, got back in touch. But that, I hate when that happens. No, but it was, it, was, it was good because it was like, it was what the podcast was about. It was just us two I know, sharing but it, a couple of I'm just of saying stories, that that's happened to me so many times. What, false you know, promises? You know, just like years ago, just kind of like, oh, I've had a really good time. I'll text you later. Like, oh, great. <laughs> and you're just checking your phone. <laughs> oh, is the service gone? <laughs> Making uh, excuses. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I got my hair cut. I've, I get I gave I saw, into it. Yeah. yeah so yeah, to be fair, she's done a decent. And to be job. fair, you were my inspiration, Adam. If I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, so I've been putting it off and putting it off because um, you know I've got to make the website videos and you know the odd video for my Facebook page. Just thought if it if it if it goes wrong, I yeah. could be in serious trouble. So uh, Claire had done the done a decent job on the boys. So we use the boys as our little lab rats first. Yeah. Like if you can get through this, then I might let you have a go. And then I'd finally gave in. I was like, come on, because I started to look like Marv at Home Alone too. It was disgusting. <laughs> and I just, all the way through it, all I just kept thinking was, it's going to be okay because no matter what happens, it's not going to look as bad as Adam's. <laughs> that, <laughs> because yours is, yours is start, you, you're starting to look now like Boris. <laughs> You've got the impression down to a T. You've got the hair. If you had a shave and put on a suit and just mumbled your way through, you could definitely pass. Me in an interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, I take offence to that. Uh, but no, your hair looks all right. To be fair. Um, but yeah. Cheers. It's been it's been a, it's been a weird week this week because um, obviously last week was such a whirlwind, wasn't it? It felt like we were doing something every day. Yeah. And then it was my anniversary. It was my wedding anniversary. Uh, the Saturday just gone, where I celebrated five years. Um, married ha- happily. <laughs> uh, no, all joking aside, it's been all right. Um, but do you know what? I just didn't. Know, I just didn't know, like that. Um, that each anniversary year had a different thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And like you know. So what's number five? My wife's like, my wife's like one of them where she likes stuff like that. It's a bit of a traditionalist. Goes you know bases it on her amazing uh, nan and and unfortunately um, deceased granddad and their amazing marriage. So she's very much like about them values, which I appreciate and I love. I love the romantic side. The um, the theme this year was wood. <laughs> you can imagine how much fun I had joking about that all week. <laughs> My present's going to be easy. <laughs> um, so Kim got me. There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> yeah, there's a snake in my pants. Um, I, Kim got me a wooden, um, <laughs> a wooden bottle opener, yeah. which just says Adam, happy fifth wedding anniversary. Love from Kim. Lovely. I've got it right here, haven't I? You can yeah, see it. I'm using it. Yeah. It is made of wood. Yeah. Um, and then I got Kim uh, this wooden love heart, which had all our wedding information on and, and, and information about five years. And then just as like a kicker, because I like to do this. I, I like to just, just, just go one up, because at the end of the day, when I drink a little bit too much and I need a way out, you know, like I'm in the doghouse and I need, yeah, I need, I need the keys. <laughs> I'm just like, but what about that time I did this? And so I got her um, a wooden frame, and inside the wooden frame was lyrics to our wedding song, but in the outline of like a man and a woman. So it was like, I don't want to miss right. a thing by by Aerosmith, like written out full song, but as a, as a man and a woman. I mean, come on. There's people listening to this who just the like, only God, song I remind, remember from your wedding is the um, the R Kelly one, which hasn't aged well. The remix, my man's telling me no because I made that video on the selfie stick. Great was that, video. Was that, was that that tune? I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah. The big song at my wedding was Cheerleader. You remember when that was going off yeah. back in the day? But yeah, so we had our anniversary. But again, our anniversary. It's, it's very difficult when you've got two little kids, isn't it? Mm. Like, um, and, and, and this is where I'm going to start. Obviously, I've been telling some great stories about about Isla, but this this, this time I'm gonna I'm gonna tell some 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 wins for me. All right. right, some wins for me. Now, it's got, I'm going to start off with a week ago. We did the episode. I was I was running on adrenaline um, after speaking to Sarah Jane. Adrenaline on Sky. or Scrumpy Jacks? Well, <laughs> scrumpy jack scrumpy jack was my fuel and then i was I, i'm not gonna lie i you know i was buzzing about the sky news thing i was buzzing about the podcast and i was i was it, I, for the first time in lockdown i let myself just just go for it i was drinking and i was drinking <laughs> every, you say this every week <laughs> nah, no but when i say go for it so i, I got i got absolutely levered to mm. be fair like really levered so much so that i sent a snapchat out about about half two, three o'clock in the morning of me watching myself on Sky <laughs> and then turning the camera to myself going like, <laughs> you can imagine. Um, but then the next day comes, right? And I have got the worst headache. And I mean, I'm, the thing, this is the weirdest thing is I was drinking vodka last week oh. and I'm, and I have not drunk vodka in years. I'm a ginsman, but you know, the gin's gone, been in lockdown too long. The gin has gone. <laughs> So I, was, I cracked onto this vodka, and God Almighty, did I! I it was it was near enough a litre. Yeah. So one litre Peter came oh, out of retirement, man. and you know what one litre Peter offers. Anyway, so I got <laughs> I got. <laughs> that's why I bought extra presents. Uh, and then, um, so I was I was struggling with a bad headache, and I was I was proper like ill. 
And I was just saying to Kim, like, Kim, if you got any paracetamol, I need some paracetamol. She was like, no, nah, there's no paracetamol. I was like, there's got to be some paracetamol. Because I can't have ibuprofen. So I was looking everywhere and there's no paracetamol. I was late, dying. You know, yeah. proper like, yeah. And then she's like, all we've got is Calpol. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> inject it into my veins. I was like, give it me. Calpol's so, I took, so nice, So it? I took two big um, syringes of Calpol. And I swear to God, you wouldn't believe it. It did nothing. <laughs> it did absolutely nothing. If anything, it just spiked my blood sugar. You'd need like, like you need to down the whole bottle yeah. for it to have any effect on True. you. True. And then and then this this kind of happened. Do you ever have like when you wake up, when you wake up, and and you know that the day is going to be a decent day, or or on the flip side, you just think, oh God, today's grim. Yeah. I'm going to give you two examples, right? But that before I do, I'm going to throw it back to my school days. And I remember one of the worst days I've, I ever had. I think I spoke about this on a, a really early pod. I left my brand new trainers with my PE kit on the bus on the way to school when I had PE. Oh, no. Right? no. And as I was walking into school and realised, oh, my God, I forgot my JD bag. A bird crapped on my shoulder. <laughs> right? Just full on, on my blazer, Bang. And I was just like, this day can do one, right? I got up the other day. I got up the other day. And um, in the morning, I'd made Isla a drink and we were having breakfast. And I'd filled myself a, a full pint of squash, right? And as I turned, I hit uh, the pint of squash and it, and it went... It went because it's not. It's not like spilling a tiny bit of a drink, is it? It was a full pint. Oh god! Went everywhere, and you know, like when you, when something, <laughs> something happens, you start getting dead hot. And I was just like, oh my god! And, and I was gritting my teeth. And I was just like, oh, I can't believe that. And then to, to, to resound my misery, the night before, Kim had put all these new child locks on the cupboards. Right now. I, I've got a feeling she did it for Max, but I don't know whether she's trying to trim down my snacking. Yeah. Because it was impossible to get into the crisp, <laughs> to the crisps. So I'm there, and honestly, I couldn't work it out. I was yanking these these cupboards. They weren't working. And Kim was like, do you want me to show you how to do it? I was like, go on then. So she unscrewed this magnet from underneath this, this cupboard at the top, pulled it out and was like, so you, you see that little sticker there? I was like, yeah. She was like, you put this magnet there and you lift it up and then it unlocks. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God. So Bottom then, stuff. So then I'm now, it's it's now lunchtime and I'm now making a sandwich for Isla for dinner. So I go to the bread bin. Luckily there's no lock on the bread bin. Bread, boom, right. Where's the mayo? Fridge, no lock, boom, right? <laughs> yeah. But then I'm, I'm, I'm going in to get other stuff, like, you know, the crisps, the skips. I go to the crisp thing, pull the thing, forget about the lock, and go, all right, time for the magnet. Get the magnet down, and I'm trying to un- unopen this, this cupboard, and it just won't open. It just will not open. So then I'm starting to get aggy, and Isla's going, I want a drink, Daddy, I want a drink, I want a drink, I want to get you a drink. The drink's coming. So I went over to the drinks, the drinks bit, and I'm there with this magnet, you know, up and down on this drink, tea, and that won't open. So I ended up just launching the magnet on the floor and just going, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Right? So then... So then that's 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 a bad day, right? That's a bad day. And then <laughs> just to, just to you know, blazing squad flip reverse it. I uh, I got you have my, one of those stair 
Um, Gates. Gates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you struggle with that? When I can I'm, just imagine you like, I really need the toilet. I just can't work it out. When, I, when I'm tired. And about 10 minutes later, Kim just comes and walks over it and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> when I'm tired, it, it can be, it can prove difficult. <laughs> but also, have you, been, have you been having in lockdown, like that feeling of like, I mean, you, you've not really, but you know, with having such a young, a young little one and he's not been feeling great this week. I've been having that tired feeling. You know, like, like where you feel sick. Because you're that tired. tired yeah. And the only the only time that feels good is when you have to get up at like three in the morning when you're going on holiday. Yeah. yeah. You know, that feeling of like, oh my God, wait, yeah. wait a minute, in, in 10 hours time or whatever. So anyway, my good day, right? I woke up in the morning and I go into the, into the bathroom. It's going to be weird because I feel like it sounds like very specific stuff but this kind of stuff makes my day which well, is the weirdest the so I went in the I went things. in and and I'm about to do my teeth and I grab the toothpaste and there's like a massive big crusty white bit on the end of the toothpaste <laughs> right so then you know when you, you, you squeeze up the toothpaste and it squeezes out dead tiny yeah I decided you know what I'm, I'm not up for it so I just I just grabbed hold of the the crusty piece of toothpaste and pulled it off and it all came off in one piece <laughs> You know, perfect. Yeah. I know you're looking at me like I'm weird, but <laughs> like literally perfect. And I threw that in the toilet and then I had I had free reign to as much toothpaste as I needed. So I was buzzing. I was absolutely buzzing. That, that was like a start of a good day. And then I went downstairs. And I don't know if there's something going on with me at the minute, but again, I, I filled a pint I think of juice. A lot <laughs> I filled a pint of juice. And um and anyway, I'm 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 doing something and I'm doing something. And then as I turn, my hand flicks the cup, but my reactions are on it because of how happy I was about the toothpaste, <laughs> that I grabbed the pint as it was falling and stood it back up, not a drop. And you know the thought of like, oh my God, how heroic. Yeah. How heroic was that? Yeah. It was just amazing. And then, and then the rest of the day just went in your way. There was a point where I felt like I was in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> because... I'd filled this, and people with kids in lockdown will know this how annoying it is, and, and the amount of lies you have to tell. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I am, I am telling so many porkies, it's unreal. Yeah, but they're all harmless porkies. And then, um, so I was doing, I was doing some fruit for Isla. I was cutting, I cut up an apple for her, right? And then gave her this, gave her this, uh, this bowl of apple. And as she's looking at it, I turn around and go. Uh, don't take it on the couch like that. And as I said it, she jumped and loads of the apple <laughs> flew out of a bowl, right? So then she started going, you made me jump. I said, oh, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> this clearly wasn't the same day as the toothpaste. I was like, I didn't mean to. Sorry. So I picked up this, this apple that dropped on the floor, put it in the bin. I said, you've still got loads. And she went, she went, no. And, and people with kids and you'll know, no. I want more. And I was going, there's loads there. Yeah, she was yeah. like, no, no, I don't want this. I want loads. So I went, I tell you what, go and sit down and daddy will make you more. So I went to that, you know, I proper put my Danny Ocean, George Clooney hat on. I got the knife from the side and just started making noises <laughs> on the side of the, uh, on the side of the kitchen counter like this. Yeah. And then took a handful of apple out of a bowl, walked into the living room and went, Isla, look. And dropped the apple that was already in a bowl back into a bowl. <laughs> and she went, yay, grabbed it and had it all. And I sat there for a minute, you know, with a massive smile on my face, like, I didn't cut up any more apple. 
I've just done. <laughs> I have just absolutely hoodwinked a four-year-old there. And it feels so, so good. You got Well, it's these little wins that are getting us through. Well, lockdown. I'll tell you, honestly. And, and for anyone else, if you have that crusty bit on the end of toothpaste, rip it off, you will feel a million. <laughs> but yeah, sorry for that random... I just had to get it out because it's like uh, therapy. I feel, I feel like these episodes are becoming more therapeutic for you, Adam. Just going through your daily strifes. I, I mean, I've been... Um, Obviously, Callum's come back and, and uh, is now staying at ours. He was staying with Are you feeling now. really validated? <laughs> oh, God. See, that's the one thing that's affecting me the most during lockdown is I just feel as the days go by because I'm not really proper engaging um, with work as much as I would usually do, I just feel like my brain cells are just deteriorating day by You're day. You're on my level now, aren't you? You're uh, the cat sat on the mat. <laughs> Honestly, when I'm getting <laughs> now I'm getting all the abuse from the last episode because I couldn't remember a word and you're getting away scot-free. People are going, I love your sporty spelling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, but, yeah, it was validation in the end. My mate texted me the next day and he was like, was it validation by any chance? And I was like, yeah. You know, as soon as, you, <laughs> as, soon as I saw that message, I was like, oh, my God, of course yeah. it was. And it then, was definitely the word and he, I was And he was thinking. like, I was laughing my head off because you were like, was it, is it accredita- accreditation? <laughs> like, like he presented you with a certificate. <laughs> Cheers, Lou. Um, and obviously, thanks for all the shouts about films where the sta- stepdad came out on top. <laughs> What was it? What was the main one? That Homeward Bound. Was Homeward a great, Bound was a great, great shout. shout. What, what else was it? Daddy's Home was another one. Yeah. Although um, you know, a choice between being Mark Wahlberg or Will Ferrell. Well, you know, <laughs> funny or funny or beef. Yeah. Luckily, I'm both. Oh, yeah, you've got a different attitude, you. Natch, natch, now you're saying you're beefy and funny. I can can firmly tell you Um, you're not funny, nor beefy. I am beefy. You are, you're milk beefy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not pram rib. Yeah. Um, So... Timo! So he's he's brought his bike back. So I started going on a couple of bike rides. Oh, Um, And it's been pretty good, actually, although... Stabilisers. No, no, stabilizers are off. Although, my backside, after doing like an hour's riding, honestly, the pain. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people can can cycle for like hours. enhancing drugs. <laughs> that must be what it is. <laughs> Just injecting some cushion into the, into the <laughs> behind. Honestly, it's t- I love the bike. Because what I've not realized in the 30 plus years of living in Stretford slash Ermston in Manchester is that the meadows like I think we went once when I was a kid I went to the meadows yeah I've not been for years oh but, but I didn't even know it was all there so I keep I kept seeing on local groups that there's like a beach in Ermston Ermston beach it's mm. not a proper beach it's just a bit of sand near part of the river Mersey and so we had a little walk around there the other day and I just discovered this whole it's amazing Great for a walk and great for a... So we've been walking quite a bit, been cycling quite a bit, just getting out in the good... Because it's lovely weather. It's lovely weather. <laughs> it is. The only thing weather. is, if it happens where Bojo comes back... <laughs> I just think every time we mention Boris, we should play the tune. Every time Bojo... Whenever he eventually announces that, you know, you can go round and at least sit in someone's garden or you can go and visit another house... The weather's just going to go to absolute... Yeah, there's going to be no surprise of that. But anyway, wherever you are, guys, stop, drop, 
and have a rave. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, good work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. We have a route and we have a plan. Work from home if you can. I could just imagine people like <laughs> running and then just suddenly just. I love how loads of people have been saying, haven't they, that they've been like running and. and uh... Running, <laughs> running, and jogging and sprinting uh, whilst you've been listening, and, I, and I, yeah, I find it, I find it hilarious. I love it. I wish I was that motivated. I mean, we're literally sat here, sat here supping some beers, supping talking some absolute n- nonsense, and people are just. I can't believe how many people listened to the last episode, and if they all listen to this one, they're going to think that my, you know, my day was made by. <laughs> Pulling the old crusty toothpaste <laughs> off my to- toothpaste tube. Oh, God. So, apart from that, and then obviously we've got, I finally got the hot tub working. So, I've been in that for quite a bit. Funny, funny the other day, like, I got in the hot tub after tea, and the kids always want to come in. And then um, Harry was in the hot tub with me, and he was desperate to get his ice cream. But I was like, if you go out, you can't come back in because you just bring all the dirt in with you. Once you're in, you're in. So, he was like, he could just see him thinking, like, how am I going to get this ice cream even though I can't physically go so he's like Lily Lily can you get my ice cream and Lily's like no and, she's, <laughs> and, then he, and you could just see him think and go I'll let you have a bit and then she went right and he went oh no <laughs> you could just see <laughs> the Im- immediate regret yeah. of having to sacrifice some of his ice cream and he was so disappointed in himself that he didn't because he just said it, it? Uh, it's just uh, you know like Cornetto or whatever it was but he was so gutted that he he he, he realised he'd, he'd managed to get the ice cream, but the sacrifice of giving Lily some, absolute terrible. I'll tell you what was funny, though, the other day, that one of my highlights this week, we were in the park the other day, yeah. uh, letting the kids practice the, the bike, the cycling on the bikes and that. And um, we're sat, and there's this these two women... Um, I mean, they were only sort of youngish, but, you know, proper rough. Yeah. Like, rough as toast. Chavy McGee's. Oh, absolutely. Um, and one of them is just on the phone, loudspeaker, just effing and jeffing, like there's no tomorrow. Nothing better than effing and jeffing. Oh, what is jeffing? <laughs> what, have you ever, what is jeffing? I've, I've thought about this for years. Well, no and, Jeff. You know, I, you know. Effing Jeffin! <laughs> I've never known what Jeffin is. I mean, obviously Effin, I know. But what the hell? I'd love to know what Jeffin is. It sounds Well, anyway, up. she was doing it. She was Jeffin. Yeah. Uh, but she came out, because obviously me and Claire then do that typical thing of giving each other the mm. eye, like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Because she was just in front of the kids as well. They're cycling around, and she's just like, I'm not Effin having it. Do you think I can Effin pull 160 quid out me Effin ass? Yeah. Going on with herself. But then she said something that I just... <laughs> She went. So she's going on. I don't know. It really intrigued me, the conversation. It, it, was, like always an episode, does. it, always it was like an does, episode yeah. of Jeremy Kyle because she was on the phone to, so, I think it was, <laughs> was a bloke because um, she was going mad at him because she's going, well, it's your 12-year-old daughter that you're letting get in on the, on the train to Blackpool so she can see her boyfriend. What did you do if you heard the guy repeat? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it reminded me. Uh, and she's going, I mean, what are you expecting me to do? Pull 160 quid at me, effing out. I can't do that. We're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and on the 
and then and I went and I just gave Claire the eyes and she was just like you know when you try and hold it in so you don't give it away you should have you should have turned into Jeremy Kyle you should have gone over and gone it's actually pandemic you Billick oh it it tickled me so much and she didn't even come back to it a pandemic we're in the middle of a bloody pandemic I I, do you know what a pandemic a pandemic sounds worse than a pandemic doesn't it you know, just like really aggressive Pams. I mean, I remember we had I, a name in it. My, my dinner lady was called Pam, and uh, we always she always used to go. I think I've said this again. You know, always, Stop tapping your change, and she always used to go order four cheesy panini. <laughs> Imagine a pandemic. It's like Shaun of the Dead. Oh God! Oh, oh it really tickled that, me. Really tickled me. So I hope everyone's really. You know, staying safe, controlling the virus during this pandemic. Staying alert. I want to say, obviously, some people have because it's not necessarily listener stories, but just reactions to episode fifty-three. Really, Um, seems go down well. Yeah, I thought it was a great app. Hopefully, people like this one. I mean, that confession. Oh, that! But we have got a couple more that have come in. The thing is, you think about how many people there are in the world. Think about how many people went to school. How many teachers there are. There's there's, there's pure juice. Yeah, there's absolutely. There's there's been a few that that I I, I warn you now, um, just aren't juicy. Just dry. No, but there's there's also some that we there's some that there's also some that we've pocketed away for the lives as well. Yeah, that are arguably two. Too juicy. Yeah, they too, are too, too juicy. I was going to say they're but too wet. There, there was a couple of <laughs> a couple of the stories that came through, and it was like confetti. And I'm like, I've done that. <laughs> That's not even. I've, I've done that. I'm pretty yeah. sure most teachers do. I it. once, I once <laughs> took a number two in the disabled toilets. That's where I always go. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I always go there. Um, but yeah, so we had um, Stacy. Uh, who said I'd like, listened to the latest episode and was listening to the bit about the condom stress balls, which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I remembered an, an, an embarrassing event from my teens. All right. Now this is a bit that got me. My mum used to work in a condom factory. Wow. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine your birthday. Imagine the balloons at your birthday. <laughs> One day, she sent me to school with a rucksack full of condoms <laughs> and a mandrill. Do you know what a mandrill is? Uh, I, can I, imagine. I don't know what it is, but she explains it. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Stacey. Uh, a penis-shaped rod used to check for any defects in the condoms. All right. So basically, like you know, like a yeah. What what could you compare it to? Well, just exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to take all the condom condoms to the science teacher for sex ed class. She made me demonstrate to the class of 34 of my peers how to put a condom onto an oversized mandrill. The worst part is my mum had put flavoured ones in two. I never lived it down. Sadly, this is a very true story. That's, That's crazy, isn't it? It's a bit like uh, the mum who's the sex therapist in sex education. Yeah, yeah. So, so she had an oversized mandrill. Then she got given some watermelon Johnnies to, to, to strap on in front of all the peers. Mad- madness. And then we had... Um, yeah, but what made, it, what made the science teacher pick her? Well, clearly at parents' evening, the, the science teacher had been given a little, you know, a little, <laughs> a little side, side of uh, Johnnies. And he's just kind of like, you know what? 
sex ed's coming because sex ed sex ed and it? it's, it's a crazy time I'm not going to go into too much sex ed because if you've been to a live show yeah, you, know you know that there's major know. major sex ed stuff but thinking back to our school days like the teacher the science teachers that we had looked like they wouldn't have a clue what to do oh, with them anyway I know yeah 40 year old virgins <laughs> all over the shop I remember I, I swear it's funny you should say that because I'm not going to name the teacher because I think it's harsh but uh, <laughs> literally you know I was like 15, 16, and I'd definitely been with more girls than my science teacher. <laughs> and and he, he hooked a banana out and hooked a condom out. And honestly, the sweat that was dripping off his brow, he looked like he had no idea what he was doing. And I was sat there, I think I was just sat there watching. And he was like, he defo put it on the wrong way, you know, originally, and yeah, then like yeah. swapped it over. Then uh, it, I mean, it's. It, it, and then yeah then there was this one loving episode 53 uh, sharing horror stories we had an amazing year five girl who had mild uh, learning difficulties but she was a real asset to the school gorgeous child during an offset inspection the inspector ate lunch with the children as staff do regularly Fortunes conspired to end up that Mrs Ofsted was sat opposite our darling year five girl was always going to happen, <laughs> yeah. Who promptly leant over and stuck her fingers <laughs> in her custard whilst proclaiming, Ooh, my favorite! <laughs> Licking her fingers and going back for seconds. A new dinner was sourced for Mrs. Ofsted very quickly. What, in the Ofsted's custard? Yeah, yeah did you not get that? I thought you said in her custard. No, the girl. The... Let me go back. Yeah, the... who promptly leant over. All ah, right, yeah, yeah. 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 So. If you didn't get that, <laughs> I wonder what she did. Was it just pure? Just oh, like, and, and the to be fair, inspector had a bowl of custard. To be fair, that was Becky, Becky Turner, Becky Turner. Cheers, Becky. But sorry, the that he couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. You need I'm to put losing it, it. You need to put it in Comic this, Sans to, for ICT <laughs> to understand. This is in Times New Roman. <laughs> this um, this lockdown, you surely you're slowly seeing the descent into into madness. I, I'm struggling. You're, you're going to spell like Mr. P wrong or ICT wrong in one of your courses. Like ECP with Mr. T. <laughs> I ain't getting on no course. Uh. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, grab your iPads. I ain't getting on no plane. <laughs> no, it's been, it's, it's been amazing, all the, all the feedback. It oh, really, I absolutely really has. love I've, it. I've loved it. We've had... Um, We've had loads of stories, absolutely loads, um, which we will get get on The thing is, the podcast, even if we have zero listens, we're still going to do it. So yeah. Yeah, even if, you know, your stories will get read out, whether oh, it's now, just... 2025, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just so many to get through and, and, and um, it takes ages reading through them. I, they do give me a bit of a giggle though. So we'll get into a few of them later on. But I think first of all, if you're going to start with a feature this week, I think it's just got to be, it's got to be this one. Don't want to be a COVID idiot. Behaviours all over social media. 
Right, so COVID of the week, and uh, I think everyone knows who it's going to be this week. But first of all, before we get into my thoughts on it, um, I'd like to know what Adam, <laughs> for someone who very rarely engages with politics and everything going on, um, I'm going to start with you, Adam. Take me through what you know about what uh, Dominic, Dominic Cummings has done. So what I know, genuine... Is, Do you know who he is? So he's he's uh, he's basically Boris's right hand man, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Go on. Isn't he like the puppet master? He is the puppet master. So so he's he's someone who works close to Boris. He um, he made some some like two hundred two hundred odd mile trip to was it Durham? Yeah. Where's Durham? Why why are you trying to put me on the spot? You know I don't know geography. Um, don't know where Durham is. You don't know where Durham is? No, nah, no. It's up northeast near near Newcastle. Oh, how are you? How are you? He'd know. <laughs> Do you repeat? <laughs> Just um, before we go on, someone someone asked a question. I put it out on, on Instagram. Like Any questions that you want to ask? Might share a couple more in a minute. But one of the questions was... Um, let me just find it here. Uh, there's quite a few. Is it Geordie PE teacher or Joe the PE teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love for you both. Oh, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> of course. How, how, would you not, how would you not get that? <laughs> I love that though. Joe the PE yeah. teacher. Um, yeah, so he's done this this long journey. He's broke lockdown rules. Yeah. Um, and then and then I'm not quite sure to be honest about so. Did he go somewhere? He went somewhere else, didn't he? Barnard yeah. Castle is. That yeah. It? I've been to Barnard Castle and I've played rugby against Barnard Castle. Wonderful place. Yeah. Um, Sight for sore eyes, you could say. But yeah. That's why they pay in the big bucks. <laughs> Get in there! <laughs> uh, Woo! Don't, uh, that was quick. That was quick. I'll give you that. Um, uh, I, yeah, so what else do you need to know? Is right. that right or wrong? Uh, you, yeah, I think you've got the basics of it. So, uh, to really understand how, how bad this issue is, is you've got to know what this guy is because this, this, the, the best analogy I can use with Cummings is, is like Palpatine in Star Wars, right? You don't see him, but he's pulling all the strings. Right. Do you know what I mean? He is the ultimate dark side. The like, Emperor. people, yeah. He, people think like Boris Johnson's the Prime Minister, but Dominic Cummings is basically leading our country. He right. is the one who is telling Bojo what to do. He worked very, very closely with Michael Gove to do all the education reforms a few years ago, which I know a lot of teachers aren't fans of. Um, if you want to know more about his views on education, which are quite controversial, just Google eugenics Dominic Cummings and you'll see there. Uh, broke electoral law uh, is one of a few people who has been in contempt of Parliament uh, because of what he did with the Leave campaign. Didn't bother to turn up to court to um, sort of go through it all was behind the lie on the side of the bus bus um, yeah the fraud around the leave campaign all that sort of stuff he was the one who told Boris Johnson to go for the herd immunity um, approach and I quote 
protect the economy and if that means some pensioners die too bad that's that's the, who this guy is right so he's been the one who has dictated what we've needed to do as a country yeah. not bojo bojo's been like darth vader been mm. the main minion and he's sort of bojo's like the villain in star wars isn't he yeah yeah um, but he's like the behind, face of it yeah um, which would have been a terrible piece of casting <laughs> Bojo was Vader wasn't it Luke Luke <laughs> I, I am your father uh, Obi-Wan not your real father your step father-in-law uh, go Obi- to work Obi-Wan never told you who your real father is <laughs> no he told you he killed I didn't kill him but I did kill yeah. him train to be a Jedi but don't train <laughs> to be a Jedi we have a plan <laughs> Um, so <laughs> he probably is the father Bojo though, isn't he? Because he can't keep yeah, it in his pants. Yeah, can't keep his pants. Anyway, so in his pants. So I think the outrage around this, uh, the fact of what he's done, is absolutely justified. Um, and there's a lot of people who disagree with that. People are like, "Oh, he's just made a mistake." He's not made a mistake because he's not apologised for it. In my opinion, if you make a mistake, you apologise for what you've done. This guy thinks he's so above everyone else because of the past five years, he is so elite and everything he's done, he's got away with. This guy, no, he's showing no remorse. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong and that's what winds me up the most. So this whole talk of... Oh, he, he should be sacked. Well, what does it matter if he gets sacked or not? Because half the cabinet have all been sacked. Boris Johnson's lost his job twice for lying, yet he's the prime minister. Big Gavlar, the educational secretary, got uh, sacked as um, minister of defence or whatever it was because he leaked information. By the way, he sounds like the gophering la- la- lady in the tramp. I thought you. I thought he sounded. He sounded like the the weird old guy from Family, family Guy. Family guy. Yeah. I he, thought when you said he lost his job because he invited some kids <laughs> for some popsicles. <laughs> no, but he, he basically leaked information, and now he's he's in charge of education. So my advice is don't give him your Twinkle password because yeah. <laughs> he will print out every display in the one. He would do. So Pretty Patel, the the one who can't add up. Yeah, we've had five thousand million, billion, billion. You know, yeah. she got sacked for for something. But so this whole outrage I about I feel pretty Patel. <laughs> this whole outrage. Oh, he should be sacked. Why does that matter? Because all if he does get sacked, a couple of months down the line, he'll be the manager of Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Bojo Bojo's going to have him back anyway because Bojo cannot function without him um, so the thing that winds me up the most about this whole um, drama this whole uh, is is the, the complete and utter lack of remorse and the complete and utter lack of understanding of what the rest of the public has gone through because I think what he's had is with power comes just a complete lack of empathy. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's above it. He's, he's basically turned the famous Spider-Man quote on its backside. If he would have sat there... With great power comes great responsibility. He's changed it with great power. Do what you want, mate. If he would have sat there and he'd have said, I'm really sorry for what I did, but I was just so... Uh, bothered about my bothered kid. Bothered about yeah. my kid. But he's gone. I've not done anything wrong. Uh, and he's come out with all that, that, that's what just really, I, I agree, I agree. really winds me up. The thing is, I and, don't, sorry, go on. No, I, just, I know, what I'm, I'm, frustrates I'm trying to me, stop you before you go really off. Well, what frustrates me is the sacrifice everyone else has made during this time. Now, for us, obviously, 
Um, it's been tough, but it's been it's been nothing. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's been nothing. Yeah. I don't really know anyone directly affected by it. You know, um, obviously you, you hear of you hear of the deaths with the whole approach to it from this from this government has been absolutely shambolic. Anyway, the fact that we are now top of the world for the most amount of cases per million population is embarrassing, right? The the whole approach to it has been absolutely embarrassing, but. The government completely underestimated uh, us as a public, which is what they always do. And they didn't think we were going to be able to lock down the way that we have locked down, which is why they were reluctant to do it. Yeah. And the way that the British public has locked down, I'm not saying everyone, we've had a few COVID idiots that we've talked about, but the fact that people have lost loved ones and not been able to say goodbye, have not been able to be at the bedside to look after them, not been able to... Uh, attend the funerals and be there for each other as a family is is heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking and to have this absolute muppet who dis- who made those rules and thinks he's above them is in my opinion absolutely despicable and it's and it is unforgivable and i don't get into yeah but the press are bullying the press aren't bullying if you watched that interview with him the other day and you sat there and felt sorry for him you, you really need to read into this guy because he was playing everyone he is an expert at playing everyone and i'm sorry but and what really winds me up is when i make a little joke on my facebook page that doesn't even address what i've just said here uh, my utter dismay for the way he's acted. All I did was post a picture of him sat at that table, like he looks like he's collecting scores at sports <laughs> yeah. day, or he looks like he's t- deciding to do his parents even outside. I get bombarded with messages going Sorry. on about how disappointed people are that I'm being so political. It's not political, it's satire. I'm making a joke of it, and I wish I could be really vocal about it, but it's so po- polarising because you still have people who, because they voted Tory, will defend them to the, the to the hill, and it's so hypocritical because they're all going, all these right-wing people who are going, I've never seen anyone being being treated the way that Dominic, Dominic Cummings has been treated. Hang on a second, a few months ago, you were hammering Meghan Markle and you were saying about how, how bad she is yet once it happens to one of your own like the defence of him if the government put as much attention into care into care homes as the ads protecting him the amount of deaths would have been half it's just anyway I'm going on well, too much sorry guys it's okay if, sorry if it's, still, it's been on my chest if you're still awake <laughs> if you're still with us um, this is this is where my issue comes in not with not with the Cummings incident because like you say do you know, it's weird, and, and, and people might be listening to this, and, and I think what you said there is very, very uh, powerful, and, and, and you mean it, whatever. I don't, I, you know, it, I don't... All I'm it, saying, put, you into, put yourself into know, the situation I get of someone, it, I get let, it. Let's, say, let's say, God forbid, that one of our family members caught it, passed away, we weren't able to attend the funeral because we had to self-isolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you see this guy driving up, and then the excuses he gives. No, I completely. I, decide, I, I was. I couldn't see, so I decided I to no, drive. This is what I mean. I completely get your thing, but what I'm saying is, I, I don't, I don't necessarily go on about it and, and give my view because people just be a bit like, well, what does this fat blonde guy know about <laughs> anything? But this is where this is where my view comes in about where I struggle with the news is because. I heard about all this and, 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 and I see quite a lot of stuff on Twitter and, 
and it's difficult to get the full grasp of it on Twitter because you only see a little snippet, don't you? Yeah. So I go, I always type in Sky News and and just go on Sky News, obviously because we were on there. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Um, but when I go on Sky News, I'll see the headline. You know, Dominic Cummins drives to Barnard Castle to test eyes, right? Yeah. But then the the article below it was Adolf Hitler pet alligator dies in Moscow Zoo. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> I read that story. And then again, again. Um, I didn't know Hitler had a pet alligator. Yeah, this is what I mean. Great news. And then, well, not great news, but but interesting news. And then the um, and then there was one where it was like. Boris, you know, needs to sack Cummings. Underneath that was three brothers are hospitalised in Bolivia after letting lethal Black Widow spider bite them so they could become (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Now, that's the news I'm looking for, you know, brightening up up people's days. But I do, I disagree with, I disagree with, obviously I disagree with what he did and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and at the end of the day, the stuff, like you said, the stuff that people are going through, the people on the front line of the NHS, everyone, teachers, you know, uh, people working you've got, in... You've in got the, teachers. There'll be teachers listening to this who have been in school day in, day out, looking after vulnerable, key worker children, putting themselves at risk, um, who haven't seen their own children. Like, one teacher messaged me saying that she's she's... Uh, a partner and child have moved out of their house because she's got to carry on working. So she's not been able to see her own actual child for nine weeks. Yet this tube, who thinks he's above it all, and this is the thing, I'm, I know people make mistakes. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I get that. But you've got to repeat, you've got to be able to stand up, have the, have the testicular fortitude mm. to stand there and go... I've made a mistake, I'm really sorry, but I did it because I thought it was the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Upon reflection, I made a mistake. Now, if we'd have done that... Is, I always think that that's the best way to go. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, this this podcast is going really well. And if there was, if there was a, you know, a video come out of me uh, doing something ridiculous on a night out, one litre Peter... It only the take, eye, it's exactly. definitely, definitely out there. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah. And then... I'd come out the next day and go, you know what? I'm sorry. That was my bad. I was an idiot. I was a fool. Yeah. Just give me COVID, idiot. Boom. Yeah. I wouldn't come out and be like, someone, uh, someone put the vodka in my eye. <laughs> I couldn't see properly, so I thought the vodka might help my eyes. <laughs> That's it. It's just, and then the fact it, yeah, I, I'm not sure about seeing. I, I'm not sure. My eyesight was affected, so I thought I'd drive 30 miles. Like, he knows that's a ridiculous excuse, but he's playing us all. I feel sorry for that other scientist who got sacked because he went and visited his mistress. Oh, I mean, yeah, if he'd yeah. have just come out and gone like, well, I was just wondering whether my SLT will work. Small little Todger, yeah? throw back to episode 53. Yeah. If you're just tuning in now to episode 54... <laughs> you no, know, I wasn't sure whether my SLT will work, so, you know, I visited my missus just to see if it was... And then everyone had gone like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, you know. It's... Ab- uh, just just stand up, admit what you did was wrong, and then we can move on. 
don't care if you get sacked or not because Boris can't survive without you so you're going to be back in your job anyway but it's the fact you that, that you're completely underestimated what did you the whole just, British what advice public did you it's an just, insult what advice did you just say then just stand up and stand up and all this do you think Boris is going okay Dominic stay alert <laughs> <laughs> the, the papers are coming for you stay alert <laughs> control <laughs> the outcome Boris save is your like, job Boris we, I put that, that tweet out that you, you sent me didn't you where it was like Boris is that parent who no matter what you say will just always defend the child yeah yeah always defend the child and we we actually put it out there didn't we about uh, has any, anyone got any examples some the most ridiculous excuses you've had from a parent oh, so we'll the, share a couple some of these are good right so some of the, we, we put it out on all the socials I'll read a couple from my insta story have you got a couple yeah from... I've got a couple here the first one is uh, <laughs> this is good it says uh, hiya the worst excuses I heard from the same parent about an absence was that the child was their dog's birthing partner <laughs> right <laughs> just to make things worse and on another occasion the dog was having their period so the child couldn't come into school <laughs> I didn't even know dogs had periods of course they do well you learn a new thing every day might be getting one soon I'll tell you what I do what? love a, a dog <laughs> I thought the way you went on about Dominic Cummins. <laughs> a dog. Um, I love. I love the fact that obviously we talked about it on the last step, and I must have had a few. Uh, I can't remember how many people, but get in touch and say, "Oh well, these are the breeds that are hypoallergenic type dogs." Mm. Just, just really care. Just, just love that sort of stuff, right? Um, he's not in school today. His Tesco didn't have his favourite bread for his sandwiches. <laughs> um. A parent once excused her son's appalling temperament by explaining he was once descended from Russian aristocracy. <laughs> um, they were tired. Me too. You didn't see me rugby tackle a member of staff, though. <laughs> That's brilliant. This is a great one. I had a child who was hitting and kicking the other children a lot. The parents said the reason for this was his son hadn't learned how long his arms and legs were yet. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong. Um, not an excuse, but a parent's one. A parent once requested a meeting with me and the head teacher because I stole her daughter's purple brats pencil sharpener. <laughs> Just to be clear, I didn't. <laughs> and then my last one is. Informing the mother of a seven-year-old that he had tied up a five-year-old with skipping ropes and pulled his trousers down, she responded with, Oh, well, I know that family. He was asking for it. <laughs> my sister ate my homework. I knew the sister. She was feral. I fully believed him. <laughs> he got in a fight, third one that week, because I didn't give him cocoa pops for breakfast. Oh, he just doesn't like you, so he will continue to ignore you and act out. Jesus. Um, Be more honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for that. Uh, um, you know, that's where I have that's where I have serious love for teachers, because when you have to listen to stuff like that, it's absolutely... I mean, I, I'm very lucky, you know, I've never had really parents speak to me in that way at all um, there was a funny one where I can't remember where, I've read it before I can't remember but um, a child hit another child and two teeth came out and the dad turned around and went they were wobbly anyway <laughs> defending it they were wobbly anyway uh, wasn't honestly, me was it yeah um, some of them are great I'm sure we'll uh, I'm sure we'll share a few more 
further down the line. But yeah, um, he is it just just uh, the other the other one as well was was the comparison I made between Dominic Cummings and that SLT not SLT member like subject leader. So to put it into perspective in a school context, what he what he's done and what he's like is that subject leader who does a book scrutiny and pulls you up because you're not following the marking policy. Yet when you look at in his books, uh, he's not marked a thing, yeah, but yeah. gets away with it because he does Pilates with the head. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it's. Okay, yeah. That's the sort of school. But it's 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 great because it leads to so many great excuses now, isn't it? Like if a kid doesn't do the homework, you can be like, "Who do you think you are, Dominic Cummings?" There's <laughs> <laughs> that one. But then you can use it as a teacher for all sorts. Next time I get pulled up for, you know, playing too much around us. I'll just be like, listen, I just wanted to check if my, my swing was still there. If I could still see a ball. Yeah, if I still got it. If I still got it. Um, it's just one of them, isn't it? I think everything, just at the moment, is you've just got to be, you've got to be very much, um, what's the word? Not sympathetic. Oh, oh here we listen. go. You empathetic know, empathetic about about everyone else's situation so this is what I can do with you I can dig you out of a hole when you're struggling you offered me nothing last week I gave validation you vali- I gave you validation <laughs> you gave me no validation uh, yeah but to be fair I don't know words you were licking your lips you were like here he goes just yeah. digging this hole yeah. that's all everyone's going to talk like about I see two followers <laughs> all be mine <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, no but it's, it, you know you've just got you've got to have a bit of class a bit of a bit of um you know, a bit of heart about you, and it's just—it's just all—it's all an absolute S H I, and you can fill the rest in show. It is, it is, know. absolutely. Like this is what I was coming on to. So, you know, to try and deflect, Bojo came out and sort of went right. Well, schools are going back June the first, which was a, a great announcement to receive as we just broke up for half term. So he's going—it's going ahead. And I know lots of schools aren't starting back on the first of June. I know lots of schools aren't following the guidelines because, let's be fair, the guidelines are absolute garbage anyway. The DFE, absolute shambles. Um, what does DFE stand for? Department for Education. Oh, we should give him a different name. Can you think of one? Dafunky elephants. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> do you know what's funny about that? Talk about it. It's like you know, in like you, you know, in like cartoons when it zooms in on someone's <laughs> mind and it's just someone going do 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 You just went. We should give DFE a different name. The first thing that came out of my head is Daffunky elephants. <laughs> That's where my intellectual level is. Oh, honestly, intellectual is a good word. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thanks for, vali- thanks for your validation. <laughs> um, yeah, so they've... Can you smell it? Moving <laughs> <laughs> swiftly on. What's the next feature? <laughs> but they are... They are they've just been absolute shambles. Um, but here's what I don't get. This is a thing that really... You're not ranting again. Uh, it's a bit of a rant, but it's just more of a... This is what I don't understand. Is... So well, as of, if I did that, although if I did that, it'd be three hour app. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. Number one. <laughs> no, but and this may well change because I think he's going to do another announcement tomorrow, isn't he, on Thursday when we officially reach the next end of the lockdown or whatever. But if it's the if five it, step <laughs> system step plan two, is is he made the announcement about school starting back on June the first. He's then since made an announcement that shops can reopen. 
um, as long as you follow the social media, social media, Jesus, social distancing. Um, so shops are getting more time than schools. Schools have had like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, shops are getting three. So that's one thing. But if it stays the way it is, and it could well change, it probably will do knowing our luck with, with this. But we're going to be in a position where teachers are going to be in a classroom. The government are basically saying that teachers are going to be in a classroom with 15 children in a small confined space with 15 children trying to social distance yet teachers can't even see their own parents yeah, or see their own grandparents I mean, I, I or there, see their own grandchildren I sat there um, watching Bojo the other day and I was aching just for some sort of like you know if your household is isolating and your parents or whatever are isolating then you can you know, see each other in a garden or whatever. I was just waiting for that because I'm desperate for that. Absolutely desperate. Desperate to see Nana Maureen, Grandma, yeah. um, and everyone else. And then he was just like, and uh, car showrooms <laughs> will reopen. And I was thinking to myself, I've got a car. I don't need a car. Why would anyone want a car? You know, and, it, and the weather's boiling. Yeah. And it's like the last thing you'd want to do. <laughs> And I feel sorry for them, them, them people. You know, like them Ford people in full suits, like go in, and it'll be, it'll be dead. There'll be no one there. No one's gonna want to buy it. No car. one can drive anywhere. <laughs> God, I mean, that got me a bit angry. And then, and then I just read about these three kids who got, who let themselves get bit by a spider to become Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, I sat there thinking, come on, give me some at Bojo. Just give me some sort of hope. And then he was like, and the next thing, and I was thinking, here we go. He's like, Kosho rooms. I was like, oh, no. Non-essential yeah. retail. Yeah. Like, I'm not being funny. I don't think I'll ever go to a traffic centre again. Don't I don't need that hassle. I, I love a bit of online shopping. I've always loved online shopping, but... I don't like online... I, I like online shopping. I like the buzz of, like, when it's going to come and stuff, but I prefer... It happens too much. It's probably because of my my dodgy figure at the moment. It's like, I'll go to a shop and I'll try something on and it won't fit, and I'll be like, right, I'll leave it. You know, I can't try on online. No. Obviously, apart from when I used to do the old paint, like, cut my head out and put it on the model. <laughs> And be like, oh yeah, looking fly, and then it'd come. Look like he'd painted on. Yeah. Yeah, but I was I was laughing, you know, because talking about my figure. Uh, obviously, we were in we were in the Manchester Evening News last week. The article yeah. got put out online. Uh, the silent majority, the silent majority, <laughs> commented on it. But then I actually got a physical copy of the newspaper. Oh yeah. And the funniest thing was, is we were on page three. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I said and Kim was like look you did it and I was thinking page three and I just said like yeah thanks to my lockdown titties on <laughs> <laughs> page three lockdown moves <laughs> That's we managed said. to make it to yeah. page three yeah. we'll put uh, these two on page three look how big the breasts are <laughs> oh, right I think that leads us into the next feature Okay, so diabolical leader of the week, and now this is this is one that you know I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't want to do this feature during this time because I just know how hard everyone's working. Yeah, right. I know, and and obviously we could have easily tied in um, 
diabolical leader with... with oh, God, I knew, with yeah, I knew you were going to bring it back. <laughs> with Cummings. Uh, he's like Billy Zane in Titanic, isn't he? I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Zane. Um, but we didn't even go through some of the examples of when he sat at the, um, at the desk... And I, I made the comparison. So if you saw, if you see the, if you saw the interview where he's sort of sat, and I put a tweet out saying I can't decide whether he looks like he's doing p- parents even in the sun, keeping score at sports day, or he's got the worst table at enterprise day. Any other examples? And some of them, uh, the head at a staff meeting on the door collecting tickets for the Leavers performance, selling raffle, raffle tickets at the school fair. Asking for parent volunteers for the PTA. Um, just so many. That's what really tickled me. It just looks like, uh, you know, that, that table was the same table we use for all those events. Yeah, yeah. So all these messages I kept getting about, oh, you're being too political. You know, this guy's being bullied beyond belief, which he's not. He's lapping it all up. But anyway. Did you know that, like, them tables and them chairs have different coloured, like, bottoms? You like? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, no. Yeah. They, well, they do. There's a fact for you. The tables, in, you know, school tables and school chairs mm. have like different coloured. You know, like you have like a, a, a blue chair, the, the famous blue chair, yeah. plastic, plastic, metal, metal. Yeah. And then at the bottom, there's either like a black circle on the bottom of the chair, or a red one, or a yellow one. And what does that mean? It's all like different sizes. I found out. I lost my mind. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've had this story in, which uh, is truly diabolical. Ah! Truly. Uh, can't speak! <laughs> I once had a head teacher fail my lesson observation because A, I did not use ICT. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Right. My classroom was a porter cabin with no IT provision installed whatsoever. Right, that's not it. But it's this one. And B, I wasn't a size 12 because, I quote, outstanding teachers are size 12 or smaller. <laughs> what? I know. I'll, I mean... That can't be true. That's what... He couldn't have said that or whoever couldn't have said that. I, Are you talking about size 12, like, dress size? Yeah. What else would it be? Oh, my God. Shoot. <laughs> Because to be fair, if there's a if there's a woman teacher with a size twelve shoe, I'd probably fail her. <laughs> Clown feet. <laughs> to be fair, you'd you'd always get your foot trapped underneath one of the child's because there's no pain worse oh. than when a child's leaning forward. Oh, when a child's leaning forward and then steps back onto your toe. Be honest though. <gasps> be honest though. When it when it kills, you come out with the line that everyone says. That's why we say keep your leg on four legs. Keep your chair on four legs. Yeah. Four. What is it? Four. Four legs, two feet. That's four to the floor. <laughs> you know, you got that one. Four to the floor. No. Two and you die. No, but yeah. So apparently she failed. <laughs> she failed a lesson observation because she wasn't a size twelve. Now I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to cross one of the X's off my double XL shirt. <laughs> Just be like, how, how do I do? What are you? XL, yeah, you're all right. Yes! I crossed out two X's. Yeah, but, I, I mean, that is... That is that is, that is horrendous. horrendous. I cannot believe it. Yeah. I cannot believe that. But it reminded me that... Did you go, struggling with IT here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking to an IT beefcake. 
<laughs> so I can help you Funny get into beef. shape. I can help you get into shape as well as IT. Um, <laughs> yeah, just subscribe, MrPICT.com. Yeah. MrPPressups.com. Um, but it reminded me, I was at a heads conference a while back and... Um, I'd arrived. Popular there, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I'd arrived. Get you there to like get you in what them things called <laughs> stalls. Yeah. Just absolutely pie you. Um, I know, and and the guy who invited <laughs> me down, who was ahead of this, the the authority or whatever it was, and we'd met the night before and we we're having a few drinks, and it's always interesting that because if they have a, they, they always oh, yeah, loosen lo- up. Yeah, a couple of loosen. Like, a bit like what we're doing, just a bit of a loosen up. And he was saying, and then this 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 guy walked past and he looked full of himself. Do you know the smug so, Mickey? Oh, oh yeah, and and the guy went, "Hey, do you see him there?" I was like, yeah, he goes, he's head of a big primary school and he only ever employs like really, really fit young female teachers. And uh, I was like, no, like, how could he get away with that? Like the, the Hollister of primary Jesus, schools. how do I get a job there? Because <laughs> that's what Hollister were like, weren't they? Yeah, you yeah. couldn't get a job at Hollister unless you were like, Really good looking. Yeah, that's, why I, ended, that's why I ended up at Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a chance at Iceland and Hollister. Yeah, Hollister, Hollister didn't call me back. <laughs> that's why I was at Next. At <laughs> Next. Uh, but it made that, me think, that's right? shocking, though. That is it shocking. It did make me think that there might be someone listening to this now who works at the best-looking primary school in the world. I have to be honest, right? Um, Just think. Primary schools, yeah, but primary schools, obviously, always have have lookers. Everywhere you go, primary schools have lookers. Do they? Yeah. How um, many have you been to? Listen, <laughs> I, I, you know, at my old school, there was a few. But, but, but there wasn't. But no, the school where I met Kim, I met my wife. Wash your mouth out. I, I met my <laughs> wife at my old school, and and she's a, an absolute beaut. And you um. Sure? <laughs> oh, you're you're gonna be in for it, lad. Um, yeah, and, and 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 it's one of them. I mean, I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine a head teacher hiring just you know absolute worldies. That's what the guy told me. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. But at my old, like I said, on my old school, there was when I first ever joined. Yeah, like as a young like twenty four year old. And there was a lot of staff, to be fair, because it was two form. Uh, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, as Dad would say, tasty tutty. <laughs> <laughs> and and I couldn't believe it. Obviously, you know, I picked the winner, I picked the chicken dinner. <laughs> but um, you know, you can imagine what Courtney John was like. You can imagine, can't you? Oh God! Courtney John used to be like, right, my one to ten. <laughs> Uh, he used to rattle off his one to ten <laughs> at any point of the day. Everyone's he, done that, though, at the haven't sta- they? In, a, in the staff room in front of the people. You know, it's like, you. <laughs> yo, yo, Miss Smithers, you're number two. And I didn't I say that, that there was one teacher who said, there was one teacher who said to Cockney John once, said something like, oh, you, you just, I can't believe you even speak about stuff like this. And he went... You're only saying that because she's not in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Listen, everyone's had that conversation. You sat there, you're marking books with uh, your your teacher BFF. You've got 
Spotify banging out a few tunes as you sat in your classroom just marking, having banter. If you've not sat there with your teacher BFF and reeled off a top ten or or parent or the old S M A. The old S Marry Avoid. Yeah, if you've not sat there and done that with teacher BFF and just reeled off a top ten list of parents or whatever it might be. Do you even have a teacher BFF is what I'm gonna say. Well, They're I the hope sort of so. conversations I feel like everyone, that help you get like, through a huge marking sesh. I feel like everyone needs a teacher BFF, and and yeah, you know, if you don't have one, then then get one. I mean, you know, if you don't have one, surely your TA's got to be there. Well, no, um, teacher BFF. When I say teacher, that can be any member of staff. No, of course, yeah. So yeah, so you get uh, whoever whoever that head teacher is who gave the feedback. That's unbelievable. That you can't be outstanding because well, you are, you are truly diabolical. But it reminds me of the uh, advice that I shared on my Facebook page ages ago. This advice that we got uh, that was in like a teacher student teacher manual that said, you know, um, tip number fifty six or whatever it was. Make sure that when you're um, wiping off something from the whiteboard. You don't use horizontal wipes because it can make your, your backside jiggle. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I, tried to do it, when I tried to do it the other way, I was twerking. Because <laughs> I was wiping some off right at the bottom of the board that was scruffy. Have you ever known that? You know, when you're writing on a whiteboard and then as low as it, as lower as it goes, it gets well more scruffy. And at one point, you're holding the pen right at the end to try and not, like, cramp your arm and yeah. it looks well scruffy. When you're trying to wipe that I just want to make it twerk. <laughs> get get jaggy on it. I'm that, I'm that side that you get on. International. Did I ever tell you about that time on the Christmas do at work where we were in a bar and we were like messing at you know drunk messing dancing all that sort of stuff and everyone started doing like um slut drop mm. and then i decided to do one and i pulled my neck no <laughs> i'm not told you that you pulled your neck <laughs> pulled how neck. did you pull your neck on a i slut pulled my neck because i tried to keep my head straight as i dropped <laughs> <laughs> And my neck just locked in place. My God, if so there I had to was spend, video, if there I was video of that. The rest of the night with like a wet paper towel on my neck, like, oh, Coming oh. in on Monday with one of them neck braces. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, guys. Oh, what's happened? Another rugby injury. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing a to do. slut drop goal. Slut <laughs> <laughs> drop goal. <laughs> uh, right, so... Shall we get into our new feature? Ooh, baby. Right, so we'll explain it first and then we'll get into it. Or should we play the we'll new, play jingle, the new, jingle, new jingle, jingle jingle jingle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, too, Mr. Peas. Are you all ready for some new jingles? Right, so because we had so many um, comments on the post about EYFS not being able to social distance because. <laughs> They are truly disgusting. We thought we'd turn it into a bit of a feature because we literally scraped the surface. Yeah, we only with yeah. a few stories, and we there's so many the nuts, that didn't we? <laughs> there's so many that we need to share. So we have got um, a new jingle about how you know, as a teacher, you go through some disgusting, truly disgusting. Yeah. Things. So th- this is we're going to call this the disgusting things you find <laughs> in primary schools, aren't it? Yeah. Right. So here's a jingle. We hope you enjoy this one. 
Oh my god, that's disgusting! Oh, proper disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes. Right, okay, so we'll share a couple each. I'm going to jump into some that were left on my Instagram post. So, my daughter's in reception and she told me she helps to wipe her friend's bum after a poo because she couldn't reach. <laughs> There's no way they'll be able to keep to the two-metre rule. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because once a rece- reception child sneezed directly into my mouth when I was saying, oh, what a lovely picture. <laughs> A child playing with brown Play-Doh, only there was no brown (laughs) (laughs) Play-Doh. Another child admitted that they got it from their pants. Oh, Uh, Oh, is that an extra little bit to the same story? I thought thought that gave it enough info. Um, I've got one here. Um, A year one child got up off the carpet during milk time. He said he felt sick, went to cover his mouth and he was sick. Projectile. His hand forced it back into his face and caused it to explode <laughs> everywhere. It went in my drawers, all oh I, all over the whiteboard, in my bag, and all over the other children. And then I just love a little kicker at the end. He'd also eaten a carrot break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the worst. And a child throws up, and it's just I did that with my daughter. Like my daughter was really ill. And we went to pick her up from school and it was literally just after dinner time and she threw up in the school car park and it was just pure pasta that she'd oh, had for lunch. Don't grim that. <laughs> then I've got one here. And, and this is just, this is just, it, I struggle, struggle with this. And there's loads of emojis with it. And, <laughs> and, and the emojis tell the story, to be fair, is there's the monkey covering its eyes. There's the one with the shocked face, the one with the wide eyes, the one with the long mouth. It, it says, I once saw a child in my class put their hands down their pants, the back of their pants, oh. have a good rummage around, pull their hand out and sniff it. As I started <laughs> like to... Like the, um, the, the German, yeah, the German <laughs> football coach. As I started to go over, I sent him to wash his hands... He did the same thing again, <laughs> then pulled it out, <laughs> sniffed it, then licked it. Oh, my God. I know. If uh, you're, by the way, if you're running, <laughs> enjoy it. If you're eating, switch out. A child helped another child wipe their bottom as it was a tricky poo. <laughs> a child was chewing something. I asked him to show me what it was. He put his hand out showing me a cock ring. <laughs> Apparently he found it at home. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let me share this one and we'll finish on this one. I didn't, like, care about that that much until I realised about where it might have been. And I was like, oh, oh God. Uh, a child left a skid mark down a slide and the rest of the class started sliding through it or rubbing their hands in it to work out what the brown stuff on the slide was. Oh, God. Oh, that is a way to end it. Oh, yeah, I think we'll end it end it on there. But I hope you enjoyed the jingle, because those examples were truly disgusting. Well, you wanted to, you wanted to do the, dis- the, <laughs> the disgusting things. <laughs> the disgusting things. And I was going, no, no, not another one. <laughs> no, but we will. Should we do strange things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 strange.
So the strange things, and this is obviously with um, with schools reopening, uh, and obviously with all the guidelines, you've got to basically gut your classroom. So the strange things come in, in two parts here, because I know there's so many teachers who will have had to gut their classrooms, and the strange thing you find in primary school is how teachers are just proper hoarders. Mm. Like, they refuse to let anything go. So I think one of the a few teachers will be really struggling with the fact that they've got to get rid of of stuff they've probably kept Their in there. classroom feng shui. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a story came through that, that sort of triggered this. In 30 years of teaching, I've often wondered why schools are littered with obsolete and broken stuff that no one feels it's their responsibi- responsibility to get rid of. During a recent cupboard clear out, which I, f- I think will be because of, you know, you've got a gut your classroom. Yeah, of course. So I found three broken rusty paper cutters, a class set of Hayden Junior English from the Dark Ages, Sats practice Sats papers from children who left five years ago, <laughs> a million protractors that were so ancient you couldn't read the numbers on them anymore, and my favourite thing, which I was the only staff member who recognised it. A blackboard and chalk compass. Ooh, I've never seen one of them. Yeah, I mean, it, you will. They you are will bad find them, aren't they? Protractors for scratches and stuff are terrible. Yeah, I am thinking of the right thing, aren't they? Like semicircle. Yeah, like measuring but, angles. But I reckon that the, the, the go-to response for any teacher, like if you're doing a, you, you know, you're having a bit of a clear out, and you might even. <laughs> Bad to say, but you've got someone in for work experience and you're lying. <laughs> I've got a job for you, pal. Yeah. Something really important. <laughs> Just go in my stock cupboard, give it a bit of a clear out. The go-to response from any teacher is, uh, no, best keep that. I reckon I'll need it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. best... What would I do if I lost every single protractor <laughs> in the school? I'd have to go back to them ones and i keep them. But the other strange thing is obviously with us having to go to our classrooms and having to put everything in place the one thing that's really because obviously the safety element of going back to school is everyone's main priority i absolutely get that and i'm still not convinced it's going to be safe and there's a lot of worrying going on there but what you get from the government is it's all about getting children back into school to help their education i i've been really trying to think of i just can't stop coming back to this idea of it's not going to be school for the kids it's yeah. not going to be school. Like I've seen a few tweets and I've had a few messages from teachers going, have you got any idea of what I can teach where you're able to do it and keep your social just distance, especially like playground games. Oh, yeah. Like, Have you got any games you can play at playtime? That doesn't it's be involve. Like, I mentioned Mike Bassett last week. It's going to be that <laughs> Mike Bassett scene where they forget the balls for training. And everyone stand two meters apart. You're going to do invisible kick-ups. <laughs> I just, I, I just honestly you know, think if you, like if you do something like that, if you do something like kick-ups or throwing a ball in the air and catching it, there's always going to be the one kid who but can't, can't use catch. equipment. Can't use equipment unless oh, you're going right. to wash it afterwards. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, if you did use imaginary a... catch, just imaginary kids, catch. Like, you drop that one again, Johnny. I just caught an absolute worldie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just, I just really struggle with. I just think it's going to be a massive, massive struggle for so many and schools. I want to give, a and big, I just think I on. want to give a big shout out to just anyone who's obviously for everyone who's been going in, for everyone yeah. who's been staying off, working from home. If you are having to go in Monday, then you know, just well played to you and stay safe and just 
tried to just get through it. I did, but it's, it's not grim. school. This is no, the it's thing. Not. It's not school. It is just purely uh, for the economy, which which I get. But is this your route back to coming? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not circling back to that. Do you know what's funny? It, I'm going to change the tune. It. You know when you were going like you know and Bojo's guidelines and the guidelines and all of this. Do you know what just popped into my head? Go on. Imagine Pharrell, Ti, and Boris Johnson <laughs> in. <laughs> I mean those guidelines. I know you want it. I know you want. I know you want. I know you want. I know you. I mean these guidelines. Get it again. That's what. That's what. Oh yeah. Cummings was saying blurred lines. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely <laughs> loving that. Oh, should have gone to. Should have gone to Spexit. Should have gone to Barnard Castle. Should have gone to Castle. I just can't. How do you get away with that? Oh, like, why I just I, wanted to test my eyesight. Why have I teed you up again? No, I think it's time that we all. Have a rave wherever you're listening to this guys out your seat get your rave on control the virus go to work sit in the sun stay alert control the virus go to work sit in the sun stay alert control the virus go to work sit in the sun stay alert we have a route and we have a plan work from home if you can <laughs> that PP. The bit thing is, though, when it's all said and done, <laughs> when it when it's when it's absolutely, you know, when it's all safe and everyone's okay, and you're on that first big banging night out, probably that, something like bongos. Played. That's going to be played. <laughs> that is definitely going to be played. Um, PPE to the people that need it. There'll be a GCSE question in about fifty years. How did the use of memes help people get through <laughs> yeah. the uh, <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic? <laughs> Oh, uh, goodness me. Right, so, shall we get into the next feature? Yeah. Guys. I got a question for you. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Peas. I got a question for you. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so, questions. Um, and, of course, if you've got anything to share, question... Nomination, story, O, confession. We want those confessions. Oh, we, we want no, those we want, To be fair, we want everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've only just got the link a couple of weeks ago from you to all the, to all the juice because yeah. you needed to share the juice. And uh, I'm enjoying. I, I've done a lot of reading. A yeah. lot of reading. I'm it, getting better with my words. <laughs> <laughs> right here we go. I'll just whiz through some of the questions that came through on Instagram um, yesterday. So, uh, are you planning on doing any live shows in Manchester? Um, not right now. We have rescheduled all the live shows. See what I'm doing here? I'm seamlessly plugging the live shows. You intellectual um, beefcake. I know. And so, all the dates we had planned in, because it was going to be the Belfast show on Saturday, wasn't it? I know. I'm going to put Absolutely a post out on Saturday. Gutted. Oh, devastating. Because that was going to be a big one, wasn't it? Because there was quite a few of us oh, flying over. Oh, there, yeah. And, oh, it's just so annoying. But, but we've rescheduled it. It'll be a great night. Get your tickets. All the other dates have been rescheduled. Scheduled. Um, we've had to re- we've had to change the Norwich date. So the Norwich date now, fifteenth of May next year, which is the week after Sats. So that's going to be a big oh, one as well. That's going to go off. But we are hoping to get more dates booked in, and we will definitely do another Manchester show. Obviously, at, the, at this time, it's difficult to know 
when things are going to go back to normal. Exactly, and, yeah. and and there's a lot of talk that it just won't go back to normal, and and that's that's the worry in it. But we'll have to just wait. Well, your 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 glass half empty. I'm I'm glass half full because I always fill it to the brim. Well, you never go medium. Exactly. Right. So if you could remove one element of the school day, what would it be and why? If I could eliminate, did it say? Yeah, remove one element of the school day. What would it be and why? Well, well does it affect learning? Because I'd just get no. rid of the morning. <laughs> no, I'd get rid of the afternoon. Well, to be fair, I'd just get you rid never, of it. Don't, you never get the kids to do as good a work. No, the, no, the, no. The work they no, produce more, is always no, better I'm just more thinking that physical activity normally, you know, in the good stuff, in, in like, like this time of the year, is always Ooh. like... Uh, rounders in the afternoon so I'd get rid of yeah. whatever comes before that and <laughs> just keep do rounders, yeah. um, what else about school do I not like would I remove uh, I from the school day yeah like from the school day quiche day in the kitchen <laughs> you know I mean you, you, you don't bring in a dinner and you're like I can't bother going to the spa yeah you know and then you go like what's on the menu and you get the you get the glorious like oh it's Burger, uh, boom! Or oh, it's pizza, like boom! Turkey burgers, go, I'm one. not got my, I'm not got my, I'm not got my dinner. What's, what's on the menu? It's quiche. <laughs> just like, hello, Dagnus, my old friend. I don't mind a bit of quiche. Doing the long walk to spa. <laughs> it's come talk to you again. I've, um, I've come to appreciate quiche because of all the training days I do, where people put on a spread and there's always quiche. I've had to come to, to... Otherwise, I'd just be full of sausage rolls. No. Miniature sausage rolls. Um, do any of your students listen to your podcast? And if so, do they ever make a comment? No. This is a weird one about my situation, is that... Um, no, no one in my... <laughs> I am the situation. <laughs> no. Like, you wanted to say it, didn't you? No, The no. weird thing about my situation is I am the situation. No, but people ask me that a lot. They're like, what do you, what do you, what do your kids think about your videos and stuff like as far as I'm aware, my students do not engage. They watch at funny all. stuff. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. watch stuff that's more relatable to them. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you turn that. <laughs> no, completely right, Adam. Thanks. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? They're not going to be interested in. <laughs> they watch cool things. <laughs> uh, and I can't imagine Mank Kid listening to this, you know. No hey, chance. do you know that teacher that works at your school, <laughs> Mank Kid? He's done a podcast. Listen. God, doubt it. Um, first. Oh, don't know about this, but first ten things you'll do when out of lockdown. I don't. Just ten things. Ten things. Ten, that's so much. Right, I'll go through a couple. Just see mum and dad. See every. I'm gonna have to see my wife's side of the family as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I don't know if that's gonna fit into my top ten. To be honest, <laughs> going to Birmingham. Ooh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be tight. He's gonna be like KFC on Birmingham. Oh. Doing what they call what do they call front rolls? Oh, uh, gambles. <laughs> doing gambles into Birmingham. Doing, doing a really excitable gamble into Birmingham. Um, I, I would say family first, friends second, lash bongos ballads. <laughs> At KFC, McDonald's, Nando's. <laughs> Papa Jones, <laughs> and then uh, I'd probably go Subway, and then Eleventh Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What else? I reckon Jim would be up there for me. <laughs> no, look at you. You, you don't get this beef. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Do you know what I'm going to do when lockdown ends? I'm going to drive to Barnard Castle. I've heard it's splendid. Yeah. Plus, I've been brilliant. seeing double recently. <laughs> uh, right, other, other ones. Um, should I feel guilty about doing lockdown supermarket shopping during school hours? No. Um, just do it whenever you can. That's what I say. Depends what you depends what you I knew I knew I knew someone once that went on love honey on school hours. <laughs> Cockney John. <laughs> or Joe the PE. What was it? It's, it sparked up smooth wall. You know, like we're the fun police. Don't go on anything you can't go on. Like, like, oh someone's messaged me on Facebook, type in at school. Smooth wall. <laughs> Blocked. Yeah. Oh god. Um Right, what does your other brother do? Oh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question, because that's a good time for us to mention, actually. Oh, I thought we were going to be like, what does Chandler do? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well, let's give a no. shout-out. So our other brother uh, works in... Um, what does he do? <laughs> Medical supplies? Is that what you say? Yeah, he sells knee he's, braces he's, to he's the NHS, yeah, doesn't he? He, 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 does, he, does, he, he works... Um, he works. <laughs> uh, but he, he's, been a, he's been a very, very... Very good rugby player, semi-professional for for the last how long? 10, 12, 13? Yeah, I mean, it could have been, it could have easily made it professional. Yeah. I always say this: like, I've played with some decent players, and I reckon Ryan's in my top three of all. And it pains me to say it because he'd never replic- <laughs> he'd never give me this sort of credit. <laughs> It'd be like but- me in Birmingham. Him. <laughs> so where, you know, give me your top fifty rugby players. You'd be like, he'd be like, and then fifty would be the guy with no legs. <laughs> 51? Um, oh no, 51 was that 51 guy. was Dominic Cummings. <laughs> he played um, at Barnard Castle. So he, uh, so no, so he was a, he was a, an amazing rugby player and just in the last week uh, he's retired from playing. He's, he's been plagued with uh, with injuries, hasn't he? Niggly, oh, he's more injury injuries. prone than Darren Anderson. Um, and he's now the manager of Wilmslow Rugby Club. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and do you know what annoys me as well is, and 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 I think we'll give Ryan a shout, and and he'll probably listen to this. Is he won't listen to this? Loads of people from my work always comment that um, obviously there's I'm I've got two brothers, yeah, um, and that I'm obviously not the most attractive of the three. <laughs> but you come second. Ryan always comes out first. Behave seriously. Sue and Rach from my work, absolutely. Love Ryan. They think he's gorgeous. I'm like, yeah, but it's all about personality. And when it comes to personality, it goes one, two, three the other way. No, it does. I'm not having that. You're you're a twosman. No, I'm not. No, you used to be better. That was when Ryan was a little bit geeky looking and stuff. But Ryan's Ryan's got himself no. a decent nick. Yeah, it, all he's got is he's got pecs, not moves. He's not he's not on page three. That's the only difference. He's <laughs> not, you know. He's on nah. the back page for sport. We're on page three showing our dad bods. <laughs> I reckon more people prefer the dad bod. To be fair, no. I, 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 I've had no. Mess- I tell you, what no, I've had in? messages saying like, "Oh, your brother's well fit about you," and I've had messages like, "Oh, your brother's well fit about Ryan," and I'm just kind of like waiting, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my messages. Like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm here. I don't, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> 
I'll just have a look at my messages. No. <laughs> Inbox empty. That. Do you know, do you know but I always say, don't I? I always say, both my brothers are better looking than me, but I'm I'm the funniest. That's all I ever say. And the worst thing about it is when someone says to me, when someone says to me like, oh, your brothers are well fit. And I'm just like, oh yeah, cheers. And then they go, yeah, but you're the funniest. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about uh, that. That's funny, right. It's, um, but yeah, he, he was, he was. I'll tell you what it was about him. Like he should have made it, he should have made it pro. He should have been professional. But by the time he got the chance to be professional, it ended up that he was earning more doing his job, so he never really went for it. But he uh, he was a great play, great player. I lo- I just what he was great at is he could just turn a game on it on it on its head. Like there were so many games I went to watch him play, and this is the thing for me. Like I will I will gladly because we're quite competitive with each other, aren't we? As as brothers, a little bit. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> Do you not, want to about it? Not in the looks department, it seems. <laughs> no, but we are. Um, you want to go? But I will. I will always like hold my hands up and say he was a class, class player. Should have made. Should have. Should have made it. But yeah, good luck to him on his. Um, yeah, his management. Yeah, well done, Ryan. <laughs> if, it's, if it's anything like what you know, we came here three weeks ago. He's gonna be losing it, it when he gets interviewed. You know, my Winslow Wolves are better than that. Go and follow Winslow Wolves on Instagram and yeah, Twitter and just to see how see good how, is. See to how, see why we've not got him on the podcast. See how better looking our other brother is. I'm not having that. I'm not having it. You won't have it, but it's a fact. We should put that. Should be the flashback. Yeah, yeah, no streets. No I'm chance. Actually, don't shoulders do it. up. I win. Oh my god! Head, shoulders, knees, and knees and toes. I win. <laughs> Not with your ankle. No, I've got them toes, them Greek toes, where the second toe is bigger than the big toe. Oh, and it, right. Have you ever fallen out or had a fight? We've ne- To be fair, we've never. It's been with the other. Yeah, but this is. It's been with this. that ugly idiot, the other one. <laughs> I bet the other other Mister P would win. Yeah, or Lee. Come on. I mean, that's true. I'm more of a scrapper than you. I always right um, yeah but I'd I win with words oh my <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you'd probably win in the fight but I'd win shoulders up <laughs> uh, you'd no, win in never, court I, the thing is we'd never have a fight or fall out because no because we talked about do you know what I mean Adam, have... Adam's just he's just so spoiled and and you know excuse me <laughs> are you are you are you being serious here <laughs> I'm, I'm winding you up. Oh, well, you're, you're cruising for a bruising there, about to realise um, when I finish this spot alone, because you'll lay out on your ass. Uh, <laughs> no, no we've never, never really fallen out, have we? <laughs> no, th- th- that's true, actually. We've never really fallen And we've never really fallen out with the other bro. He's very much... <laughs> never speak to him. <laughs> no, but he's very much... He's, he's, he is, the obviously, the middle child. He's a bit of a rogue, and he? Like, me yeah. and you loved Blackcurrant. He loved Orange. Me yeah. and you loved spicy food. He liked mild food. Um, you know, we had funny mates. He What's had mild food. We, we had funny mates. He had he had his mates. <laughs> no, but it's um, you know. To be fair, and this is why I think mum and dad love it so much, is because all three of us are really close. But what we, what I used to laugh at is I, I've been watching a lot of wrestling recently. You know, taking lockdown seriously, <laughs> watching real grown men fight fake. Um, but and, and I, again, again, I apologise. We used to have epic oh, wrestling wrestling yeah, fights yeah. like yeah. that day when 
the mattresses got thrown out was my favourite ever day we had them ladders in the garage and we took the ladders out and did a ladder match yeah. which was one of the best ever and the weirdest thing was dad would come out and like and you think about it now you'd be like oh no no dad I'm pretty sure dad came out with a beer <laughs> sat down on a patio chair whilst we had a triple threat ladder match in the do you garden remember when we got the camp video camera out and videoed it and you slapped me across the face do you remember that <laughs> we've spoke about that that was the same time where you and Ryan had the first blood match and Ryan Ryan was just lamping you with a house phone and then you just you started bleeding it was like ding 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 like it's over yeah, yeah. quality if you weren't a teacher, what job? What would be your dream job? Or well, every kid in the planet, footballer. Yeah, footballer. That's what you always. No, I wouldn't be a footballer. No, what would be my dream job? The thing with footballer is your you, your career is only going to be. Do you like know what 10 I would years. love? Do you know what job I would love? Genuinely, I'd love like a Graham Norton Prime job. Minister. <laughs> I'd love. I'd love to be a chat show host. Really? I'd love to interview the stars. I think they'd love me. I think my, I'd fair digs as well. My dream job would be Hollywood actor. Oh, here we go. No, it just, just would be. So, Hollywood, if you're listening... <laughs> to be fair, shoulders up, you dees. Shoulders down, you grim. Shoulders up, you Brad Pitt. Shoulders down, you Chris Farley. <laughs> Woo! Uh, right, last question. Um... A lot of questions here. I've just like gone I'm, through them all. Like I'm on 125,000 now. I'd like to set my lifeline. I'd like to set my uh, my safety net. Um, if you were a head teacher, what would you change about school slash education? I'd make sure I employ really. Size <laughs> <laughs> so, so 12s and under. Um, no, I would. Size is eight. No, um, I would say. If I was, what was the question again? If I was, if you were a head teacher, what would you change about school education? What would I change about school education? Uh, Oh, I I don't really know. It's not my place to say that. Really, it's more you. No, but you, you just. I don't. It doesn't have to be serious. Better school dinners. Better school dinners. Just, 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 just Uh, get KFC in. Nah, nah. No, as in like, as in like, one day every half term, happy meal or summer. Nah. Why are you saying now? You just said. You, you literally just said. No. Yeah, do it, mate. Do it. I'd I'd um, get PE going a lot more. I'd reinvest more in PE. Because oh, I think, like, pre-London 2012, there was so much going on in PE and just slowly it's just fallen away. Like, I remember being at school. I know we talked the other week about biggest flex. And one we didn't mention was when you were in year six... And you got called out of class to go to a we did football match. Did we didn't? Yeah, we did. That was the that was the one that originated it. When you got called out for a sporting event and oh, you were was just it? like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well Look that, at that, you, you're losing I, it. I'm losing it, yeah. You are losing it. And I remember I remember Shoulders up and down. <laughs> losing it all shoulders. over you're losing it all over the Joe shop. Hart. Um but there was there was a time where me and the other the other lad Kev when we worked at Daveume we used to during the summer term once Sats were over they used to do these local area like cricket tournaments and we take all of year six for a full day put them in teams and they just play a whole cricket tournament with other schools yeah just a whole day that doesn't happen now no it's definitely it's definitely I remember because I uh, I obviously got involved in schools like in 2012 and there was an awful and to be fair you know I work in Salford and 
there is still an awful lot going on. There is, um, but it's more about teachers who are willing to do it. Like teachers have to. Whereas before 2012, it was like you a had must, the, yeah. the the sport, school sports partnership. <laughs> so you actually employed people to run the competitions and to do it all. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's on to teachers, and to be fair, teachers are so busy with everything else. Unless you're really passionate about it, it doesn't really happen. It doesn't really happen. Um, but that reminded me of. I, I, I didn't include this in the rant before. Do you know oh, what else oh, really winds, winds me oh, up? Oh, great, no. another rant. I saw this post the other day, um, and it was a picture of Bojo, Boris, yeah. from a few years ago, where he's like, had head in his hands, really upset. Yeah, yeah. And it was from a, uh, years ago when he got sacked for lying. And people are using that picture... And they're basically writing his status and they're going like, look at him, he's the leader of a country, he's just trying his best, he's doing his absolute... You've seen it, right. Not having that. I'm not having it because, you know, know, he's just trying his best is the sort of excuse you use when you go into like a football tournament, netball tournament, uh, rounders tournament, and your best player can't play because there's always that teacher in your school who uses it as an excuse, you know, to punish kids. You know, the teacher is like, well, if you carry on like that in my lesson, you won't be going to the football tournament, not even consulted you as the football manager. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, here? I get what you And then you, you quickly realise that there's a reason why that teacher needs to use it as a threat because... <laughs> do you know what the I mean? It's a nightmare. No, no, nothing wrong with a kid. Just the, the teaching, the lesson's awful. You know what I mean? Ah, like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Oh, I, I, I can't go into it but anyway and so no matter how hard you try <laughs> the kid's been banned because they like asked the question in class like, no you cannot ask that question you are you know you're not going to the football tournament so you have to take the rest of the squad they get lamped 7-8-0 that's when you go but you know they're really trying the hardest yeah yeah not when you're leading the country tried really hard <laughs> They tried really hard. He's just trying his best. They they're, just, the best. they're just trying the best. Right, that's when you can use that excuse. When you're a teacher taking, you know, you play in a private school who's lamping do you, you want, everywhere. Do you want to know a funny story about that? When I, when I joined my new school, we went, uh, my new school, uh, they didn't have much sport going on and I, and I went, like, giving it the big guns, like, listen, I got I got my old school to Premier League finals at the Etihad Stadium, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I, I want to take it to the next level. And I rocked up, and uh, and I and all the kids were dead excited, uh, you know. Oh, someone's come to do sport with us, and I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, lads. Unloaders, unloaders. And I was like, right, here we go. So I I entered us into this cup, this like Salford Cup football cup. Yeah. And the first game was away at the reigning champions, right? Which obviously I was a bit like, oh god, I just wanted to like a gimme. Yeah. Because I didn't really know what our team was like. Anyway, I did a bit of training and I picked the best players and and uh, and you know someone said to me, oh, there's a lad in year four who plays for uh, plays for United, plays for City. I'm like. They're in. in. Go. They're in. Yeah. Is, they're it, in. is that what you do? Because there's always been debate in my school about. Do you do you only pick kids from year no, six? No, well, they, well, this is the thing. I've always been if they're good enough. They no, play. yeah, if they're good enough, they're old enough. I played in year three. I don't want to throw that in there, but I played in year three, and I knew you're going to look at me there, but I did play in year three. That's because it was Mr. Marciniak. Marciniak, fancied mum, fancied mum. But anyway, so I took this team to 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 this school right in. Like, I think it was in like Eccles or something. 
and we were playing against this St. Gilbert's. And honestly, I had my year, my year, couple of year fours there, and my year fives and my year sixes. And then this team walked out, and it was like, it was like Space Jam. <laughs> it was like the monsters. <laughs> they, they just looked massive. Yeah. And I spoke to the manager, and I was going, "Hi, mate. Yeah, this is our first game. Yeah, I've only just got a job. Yeah, quality." And then he was just like, "Yeah." They're, We've got a Liverpool player, an Everton player, and all of this. And I was going, brilliant, mate, yeah. <laughs> and he went, you got anyone at academies? And I was like, yeah, yeah, got a United player and C player. He went, oh, is that a tall lad? I said, no, is that tiny one there? <laughs> Mini me. And then, um, anyway, the game gets going, and the guy goes, can you ref second half? I said, ah, oh, it's my first game as gaffer. Come on, lad. <laughs> I said, right, yeah, I'll ref second half. Anyway, half time, 4 0 to them, right? <laughs> I get the boys in. I listen, you're doing really well. <laughs> Bad thing is, I've got a ref second half now, so you know I won't be able to give you as much instruction and stuff. But just keep going, see what you're doing. So anyway, second half starts, and my little lad goes running through. This year four goes running through, and he takes a touch past the keeper. As soon as he does it, the whistle comes up to my mouth, right? <laughs> and then he goes over, and I go, penalty! <laughs> right, the crowd's going absolutely mad. Hey, it's never a penalty! No, it was a penalty! This isn't Saturday yeah. football, this yeah. is school football. Yeah, you quiet down, there's children here. And it's like, who's taking it to me? Who's taking it? I was going... He who won it taketh the penalty. <laughs> so this, this year four just puts the ball down and I'm literally stood there and I'm thinking, oh my God, please, please, please. And he just buries it. And I swear to God, it was one of the best moments I've ever had because they'd never had that as a school football team before. Um, at the end of the game, I think the game ended up finishing something like 7-3. Yeah. You know, I gave two two more penalties. <laughs> <laughs> but then I said, like, yeah, then the, the guy was like, yeah, good, great game, mate. Uh, you know, you look like you got a bit of an up-and-coming team. And then we played him two years later when my fours were sixes. Yeah. Absolutely. Spanned him. Oh. It's great times. <laughs> and, and the thing is, man, I, I miss school sports so bad. It was, yeah. It's my. It's just. I. It's something that I absolutely adore. But going back to the original point, if there was the investment in the school sport, because I think now it's so reliant on schools having someone, a teacher who's really passionate, who's really into it, to give up the time to do it. Whereas nice before, to meet you. it well no, but <laughs> before it was more. It was organised by local. Yeah, authorities. of course. So that's yeah. that's one one change I'd make. Right. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the next feature. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. Okay, so confessions, teacher confessions. And uh, obviously last week oh. we had an absolute belter. Um, who knows if we're ever going to be able to top it. But we've uh, got a couple... There's definitely, there's definitely ones flooding in that are trying to challenge the juice. Well, yeah, here we go. So, my NQT year, I was living at home and was lucky enough to be paying little rent at my parents. So I was living like a king. Do you remember that time? Adam? Uh, I was never living like a king, to be fair. <laughs> Needless to say, I was going out at the weekend a lot. This led me to meeting a young lady who invited me back to hers for afters. 
<laughs> As if he used afters after what we spoke about. You're not getting your afters. He must have ate his broccoli. <laughs> I must have finished all this. Yeah. I, ate all my, I ate all my veg, went back to his afters. <laughs> Deed complete. We swapped numbers, but the standard thing from uni was to change the last three digits of your number if you didn't want to be contacted. Oh. Saucy. <laughs> I then got a taxi and went home. A few weeks later, I was teaching my year five class <laughs> when, when in walked the head teacher who was showing about the new trainee teacher. Yep, you guessed it. I felt so sick when she walked in. I uh, walked in, smiled and asked how I was. Members of staff regularly asking if we knew each other as there was some sort of tension between us. Was Me- it sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Meetings were a bit awkward at times when people said I seemed quite distant from our new member of staff. And yes, I did get questioned as to why I hadn't returned any text. It's not all awkward, though. I returned to the scene of the crime at the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't read that last bit. I returned to the scene of the crime at the end of the year. Uh, pee up. And then she left and never saw her again. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I was literally about to crack a joke about like, and then it got to the end of years, work's due, I ate all my Brussels sprouts, and then went back for afters. But that's basically what happened, didn't it? Apologies for that noise. I just keep knocking the table and the bottles keep shaking. Anyway, no, I've experienced this. So I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before that I work with an ex of mine. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I talked about it. So. Back in those next days... Back in those glory days. Those next Trafford Centre days. Um, like I was uh, seeing sort of going out of a girl and it didn't end to amicably. Amicably. <laughs> no, it didn't end too well, did it? Yeah, it didn't, it didn't end amicably. Amicably, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what, what I'm saying to you. <laughs> So anyway, um, and it was a few years before, like, it was probably five years before I became a teacher. Yeah, five No, five's a long time, isn't it? three years. Three years, but it didn't end on good terms. And uh, anyway, I'm just about finishing my NQT year, and a couple of positions come up at my school, and they start... Which uh, positions were them? (laughs) And they're getting getting people to, to do, like, you know, the visits. Doggy style, reverse <laughs> no, cowgirl, no. yeah. They're doing, they're doing the visits, the walk rounds. Yeah. And um, lo and behold, one of the people who came on the on the walk round was the ex. Oh, and yeah. I was it, was... it was hard to swallow. <laughs> oh, you need to be careful there. It was hard. <laughs> To, to, to swallow. <laughs> no, no, it was it was like, oh, my God, surely not. Surely not. Weirdly, because it's such a small world, my parallel teacher at the time was one of her best mates that had not connected the dots. Yeah. Um, just... That's because she dumped you for not connect, uh, connecting with her mates. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and anyway, she got the job. Because you, you weren't funny. I can't, I can't quite remember. She, she got the job, and um, it was very awkward for about, a year, very old. just I, 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 as I was saying before. Until I, the works do when you went back to square one. 
<laughs> when you finish your veg. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very much of the uh, my my outlook on life is I will if someone's remorseful if someone's sorry for a mistake they make. Oh, here we go. I will. Here we go. Forgive. Back to Cummings. I will forgive. I will forgive. <laughs> and um, obviously, it didn't end. Back to Cummings. He <laughs> should have just bloody apologised. And and uh, obviously, it didn't finish very well. And there was no sort of apology even though you know things had happened um i won't go into those details but you got cheated on oh Oh, sorry i had i had something in my throat (laughs) um but anyway but like a year in we had we had a chat we had a serious chat and apologies were made looked at more positions <laughs> and um, and yeah, we get on pretty well now. To be fair, in fact, she's like one of my wife's best mates now, which is crazy. Uh, I've got a saying for that: <laughs> friends close, enemies closer. Nah, sounds to be fair. Just you know, we were young, we make mistakes. See, I'm completely different to you. I am in that in that way. I am completely different to you. Someone crosses me, uh, or someone crosses one of my close friends or family. It will take a miracle for me to forgive. It w- it really will. I yeah, but, find it so yeah, difficult. He who cast the first stone. What does that mean? I mean, is it right? No, those who live in glass houses throw shouldn't stones. throw stones. I don't throw no stones. No, what I'm saying I is you can't go on about made. not making mistakes when you've made no, but I, yeah, but I, yeah, but if I've made mistakes, it's never been like serious mistakes where people I care about don't like me anymore. Like, if I've made a mistake to someone I hate, I'm not bothered because I don't care if they speak to me or not. Yeah, but then you've not been in a position where it presents itself. Like, if she'd not have got the job in my school, we would have probably never spoken again ever, but situations present themselves where you've got a face of music and if someone's willing and man enough, I will always, unlike Cummings, I will, to stand up and say, I look, will, I was silly... I'm sorry, shouldn't have done it, understand now, reflecting back, I wasn't in the right, then... <laughs> I thought you were going to go in some rap then. I was <laughs> reflecting, I wasn't right, but you know we keep it tight. Now, I, I'm, listen, I'm all I, for forgiving. No, but I, I don't mind, I don't mind, I don't mind forgiveness, but if you've done something, it's like, it's like people that we know who have crossed mum and dad. They're done. They are done. They could come to me right now with a KFC bigger than I've ever seen, double zingers everywhere, flaming wraps, and they could go, here you go, we're sorry for everything. And yes, I'd take the chicken, <laughs> but then I'd be like, get off my property and leave the chicken here. No, I, 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 you got, people, people make mistakes, and as long as you can learn from them and move forward, I think people yeah, deserve but the, Once the chances. trust goes, man... Once the trust oh, the, goes. It's forgiven. Forgi- you forgive, but you don't forget. Forgiveness <laughs> is more than saying sorry. But you are you are stubborn like that. You are you are really bad for that. You bad. I'm I'm. What do they call it? What's the word? What's the word? I'm with it. I'm like it for you. I am loyal. No, there's being loyal. I, no, I am loyal beyond belief to no, you. No, you are. Anyone who copies your stuff online or it acts like a complete pillock online will get nothing but the angry other <laughs> Mr. P. And you don't want the angry other Mr. P. No, I, 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 can, I get that. But at the same <laughs> time, when someone is truly remorseful for their actions, you should be able to forgive. 
Because it takes a bigger person to be able to sit there and say, I understand. Listen, you could have a really small, thin person forgive someone, I'll be bigger than him. (laughs) Fact. Uh, Anyway, right. So there we go. Confession there. Um, times. Got, got a couple of them. But it was, I always remember that day where I'm just doing a bit of marking and then the deputy head walked in and I was like, oh my God, no. And then they got the job. But it all turned out well. All turned out well. Do you want another, do you want another confession? Depends. What about a confession gonna, of a different gonna, type? Are you going to abuse my character again? I'm not abusing your character. I'm just saying you're very stubborn. And people... These peas ain't loyal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but people people make mistakes. you got to be able to forgive. Forgive Cummings then, bro. Um, I would, <laughs> there we go. I, I would forgive him <laughs> if he said sorry. But he's not... He, he what if he brought you KFC? <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's my first example. <laughs> they can arrive at my door with a full Zinger Tower box meal. Yeah. Oh, where is that other confession? Let me find it. Hang on. Right, here we go. So, completely different type of confession. Here, I once left a kid on a bus... I work at a school for children with S-E-M-H. What does that stand for, Adam? Uh, Special Education... What is it, M-H? M-H. Special (laughs) Education... Moving swiftly on, and we used to go swimming once a week. What is it? Um... (laughs) (laughs) As if! As if! This is what I mean! But I'd get away with that. Um... So what is it? Speci- social, emotional, is mental it not special health. Education, is it? That? Social, emotional. What is um, it? S E M H. Yeah. Um, there weren't many staff, and it was a busy public car park when we got there. So I'd get the kids to stand up uh, in the minibus, count them, and move off, locking the door behind me because I also drove. One day we got into the changing rooms, and a few minutes I realised we were a kid down. I ran back to the bus. <laughs> And he was waving at me through the bus door with a big smile on his face. I was totally panicking and he was so chilled. When I asked what happened, he said, my legs got tired, so I sat back down again. (laughs) He simply got bored. Luckily, I had a good relationship with his carer and we laughed about it. But still, that is the worst case scenario, you know, on on a school trip. All eyes are on you on a school trip. The amount of times on a school trip you count to 30 or 35, depending on how many kids are in your class, you know what I mean? Like, every five minutes. Right, we're going to just walk from the penguin enclosure to the elephant, and then you still go, right, let's have a count, two, four, six. But then, even if you do the ones where you you get the kids to count themselves when they're a bit older, you go, right, off you go, and think, one, two, three, four. And then you got the one kid who goes, and someone's going... Johnny, Johnny, Johnny! And they go, six! And you go, are you here or not, Johnny? Are you paying attention or not, Johnny? Fun time, Johnny! Johnny be good! That's definitely you back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. Good old Johnny. Right, are we going... You've got a life lesson, haven't you? I've got a life lesson indeed, bro. Lessons of my life you can't take home The other Mr. P will always order large 
not medium. Okay, so life lessons from the other Mr. P. Take it away. Appreciate it, man. Uh, right, so my life lessons so far have been have been absolutely quality. And they've been they've been they've been things that I feel like people have embraced and, and they've enjoyed and they've listened to, which you should do because believe it or not, I speak a lot of sense. And I'm loyal. <laughs> I'm loyal as they come. <laughs> but my life lesson this week. I was born is, in Carlisle, but I was made in a loyal navy. I was made in a loyal navy. <laughs> the, my life lesson this week come, uh, comes with, um, you know, in lockdown, shopping, potentially doing online shopping or getting someone else to do your shopping, is this: is the other Mister P is telling you now to always order pre-grated cheese. Or cheese in slices, not a block of cheese, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. That, that that there's a life lesson in a nutshell. Okay, and I'll tell you for why. <laughs> Sound like bread, and, and I'll tell you for. Why. And I'll tell you for why. And it's because I've never used a grater in my life, right? Mm. And my wife bought a grater quite recently. I think it was just before lockdown, and. Uh, I kept saying to I kept saying to Kim like why do you keep buying blocks of cheese because sometimes and and this might sound a bit a bit a bit grim you know if I'm if I'm if I'm trying to be healthy yeah I'll go I'll you know my go to is a sandwich all the time eat cheese no it's well it's, it's a sandwich and right. you know slice of cheese slab of ham bread done. So what I decided to do was cut the bread out and I'd just get a piece of ham, I'd yeah. put a slice of cheese in the middle of the ham, fold it, and just have like a little bit of a ham burrito. Um, to be fair, it, it, it works a treat. But my wife kept buying like blocks of cheese and I kept going, well, I don't, what am I supposed to do with these? The knife isn't cutting into the cheese properly. And she was like, you've got to use the grater. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> do you mean the grater? Right, so anyway, I get the grater out one day. And I put it down. I've got this block of cheese, and I'm grating it, and I'm and I'm and I'm proper, I'm proper rubbing it up and down, <laughs> real good and proper, you know, giving it a true good, sweet sugar handyman <laughs> going for it. And then as I pull the the grater away, there was just like a pile of cheese dust. Like it wasn't like normal grated cheese that you get in a packet, which I love, Cathedral. Yeah. Yeah, if you want a sponsor, get in touch. <laughs> but it was like a pile of cheese dust. You know, a gust of wind took a bit of it away. And I was a bit like, whoa, what's going on? So Kim came over and was like, whoa, what are you doing? You've got to go this lengthways and, and all this. I, 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 at the end of the day, it's too much effort. It's too much to think about when you can buy shredded Great. ham, uh, shredded cheese... <laughs> Shredded cheese. <laughs> Don't ever buy a cooked ham either. <laughs> Make sure they're in slices. No, but like grated cheese. And, I, and, and here's another one, right? And, and, and I was going to do this live lesson a couple of weeks ago, wasn't I? And then we ended up just leaving it out. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I'll tell you, something happened which I thought, I need to speak about this. It's because I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely... I'd absolutely gone at this grater with the cheese <laughs> on every single side to try and find the right side for the cheese grater. I just didn't know. Uh -huh. 
and then I, and then the funniest thing was and people know this like my wife was like you got to do it this way and I was like yeah whatever and then the next time I came to do it I just <laughs> went back to my way and did the dust cheese because I couldn't remember what way she told me and then and then I threw the grater into the washing up because obviously it had loads of like just absolute cheese everywhere so then so then a couple of weeks ago my life lesson was get a get a dishmatic get one of them uh, them sponges on the end of the stick yeah. to go at washing so I took the dishmatic <laughs> and then took the cheese grater and it was like a horror movie the dishmatic <laughs> didn't make it I, I, and I tried to wash the grater with the dishmatic and it came apart <laughs> it was, the, the, the grater grated my sponge and I didn't have any spares. I was like in tears going like, oh, he's already dead. Stop it, he's already dead. Honestly, so I've got no dish right now. Because <laughs> of the grater. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so there's Mr. Life in there's, lockdown. There's the other Mr. P's life lesson. <laughs> if you're doing online shopping, don't bother getting a big dob off block of cheese. Get it grated. Get it inside. Save the dishmatic. Yeah, dishmatics for life. <laughs> uh, right, let's go into the last feature. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Right, okay, so flashback throwback for this episode. It's been a couple of weeks, episode 52, we did our last flashback throwback, uh, and it was where we chose three tearjerker films. Now, I went uh, Fault in Our Stars, Up and My Girl, you went Titanic, Notebook and Marley and Me. Uh, again, over 550 votes, and you just about nicked it 56% to 44%. So I don't know what that... What what score Let's that go. puts everyone? On these weekly apps, I don't know. I'd love I'd love a committed. There must be someone in the go. Facebook group who's catching up on episodes that can just they can tally. Us, yeah, but what from episode one? We no, this season, new? so we're oh, no, twenty five in, aren't I we? I won the first two seasons, didn't I? You didn't win the first two. Se- we didn't even do it on <laughs> season one. You won the last. No, we drew the last season. We drew the last season. Well, um, as my old friend. Rose Dawson would say to you ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Right, so this week Because obviously um, We've both been watching The Last Dance, haven't we? Oh yeah And best sporting documentary, I think uh, yeah, It's up there It's, it's up, up there, there yeah. But it's very nostalgic If you grew up during the 90s Like we did So we thought we'd go for Three of our Um favourite sporting icons from yeah. our childhood. So pre what were you saying? Pre I'd say nineties noughties. Nineties early noughties. Yeah. Right. So three sporting what, icons. By the way, for you, I didn't know what noughties meant until about three weeks ago. <laughs> Swear to God. You know you know when you go on the music channels and it goes top ten of the noughties? I used to be like I used to think they were like dirty songs. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to you, didn't not have a clue what it meant. 
Uh, but anyway, right. I found out. Carry on. <laughs> so what, what? Do you want to go first, or should I? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so my first one is going to be um, an absolute legend of the sporting uh, history, and it's going to be Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger Woods. Just at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people listening to this, and especially you know, people who aren't into golf at all, would be thinking like, Ugh. but you're talking about a guy who just did it all at such a young age and then he lived it up, didn't he? He, <laughs> he lived it up. I mean, my God, arguably too much. Well, I say arguably. It's not arguably. He lived it up too much. Yeah. But then to come back and to do what he's done since. And you know the funniest thing is? We've got um, we've got an auntie and uncle who, who, who uh, are lovely and amazing. And, and I, I, used to make, I used to make little bets with our uncle, you know, uh, Tony. Yeah, and uh, he he doesn't like to spare. He doesn't like to lose dough, does he? He's, no. he? he's very careful about his his money. And I remember the first one was Mayweather Pacquiao, and I said to him, "Listen, if Mayweather Pacquiao ever fight, Mayweather will win." And he goes, "No, Pacquiao will win." And I said, "Right, well," and this was years before it happened. I said, yeah. "Right, well, let's shake on it. If they ever fight, fifty quid, I'll go Mayweather." And he goes, "I'll go Pacquiao." Bang, can shake. The fight two three years later happens. Mayweather wins. And on my wedding day, because the fight happened a few weeks before my wedding, he uh, shook my hand on, on like at the church and, and gave me 50 dubs. And I thought, I hope there's money in the card as well, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, nice one, nice one, Tony. And then and then I'm, I ended up random, like, I was with Kim and, and uh, I can't remember, I was with Kim, I think I was with Ash, like, in town. And uh, we met mum and dad and, and Kath and Tony. And anyway, we got talking about like Tiger Woods, and I said he'll definitely win a major before 2020. And Tony was like, "Nice, nah, he's done for. He's done for." Yeah. I went, "Nah, he's not." This was this. I swear to you, this was about 2015. And he goes, "Right, all right, let's, let's wager it up." He went, "I want my, I want my Mayweather Pacquiao money back." I said, "All right then." I said, "How about we double it?" <laughs> so then we shook hands on a hundred quid bet. On, I bet that Tiger Woods would win a major. Yeah. He bet Tiger Woods wouldn't. And then obviously Tiger Woods in, I think, it, was it 2018, I think? 2018, yeah. 2019, wow. uh, won the Masters. So then through mum and dad's door was an envelope with 100 quid. <laughs> <laughs> drenched in tears. <laughs> I was rinsing the tears off the notes. Like, but back yeah. in the 90s, early 90s, he was. Oh, he was he a legend. Was, yeah. when it, all the PlayStation games and stuff as well. I mean, I'm not a big gamer, but... I used to love a bit of the old golf on yeah, the PlayStation. Yeah, you, you know you've made it if you get a, new, a game named after you. Yeah, right, go on. Am I, am I going first? No, um, you, no, no, you're going after me. No, no, I mean, I'm, I thought you were doing your three. Oh, do you want me to do my three? Yeah, you do your three. Okay, okay, so my next one is, you know, sporting icon, sporting entertainment icon. I'm going to go for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's not the fact that I dress like him. And people who, oh, are in, like, people who are in the group. Like he's a illegitimate son. It, 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 when, I was, when I was young, Hulk Hogan, to me, was just like... Superhero. Oh, he was, he was a god, wasn't he? I, I just loved it. And the, word, and the funny thing about it is, like, as I've gone on, and I'm not, like, I'm not into wrestling now. I'm into old wrestling now. I still love watching old wrestling, but not, like, current. I'm not that into it. I always watch WrestleMania, though. But, um... You know, I look at like the talent now and I look at the wrestlers gone by in years gone by. 
And Hulk Hogan was such a rubbish wrestler. Oh, as it was in, like, awful. He didn't have great moves. He wasn't a- a- acrobatic. He used to do a big leg leg kick and a big yeah. leg drop, and that was it. But it's the fact that it was everything around it. It was Hulkamania. Oh, man, I loved it. And one of my mates, when my little boy turned one about, um, about six or seven weeks ago, and my mate uh, posted through the door this little Hulkamania onesie with a Hulkamania <laughs> hat. And honestly, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Hulk Hogan's got to be there. I, I love mean, the fact that so far the two choices you've made since the noughties have been filled with contra- controversy. Wow. Tiger Woods and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, didn't he... Um, he made a sex tape, didn't he? Yeah, he made a sex And didn't he want it sacked for racially? He, he was sa- well, he, no, he was sacked for... Yeah, but then... Well, is it... I'm not making excuses for him. WWE have let him back in the network, so right. you know. So the, who's your um, final choice? So have final you got a clean figure for your final choice? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But my final choice is going to be the star of the Last Dance, and that is MJ Michael Jordan. Yeah. And uh, I've got to go on record here that you know I'm not acting like I used to watch Michael Jordan games back in the day because you know we didn't get access to full games. We only saw highlights here and there. And like now I actually am a big basketball fan and I am yeah. a massive LeBron James fan, huge. Um, I love LeBron James more than I love Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan is like a sporting hero, basically because of Space Jam. Yeah, It's all because of Space Jam. If you want to dance, give you the jam, jam, <laughs> space jam. You know, I, I love that. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you like sports or not. Space Jam is banging, and I it's watched the it with one my sporting girl. film that's lasted the ages. I'd yeah. say. I, the thing with Michael Jordan, and obviously Lance, Last Dance, gave a real insight into just how good he was. Yeah. Um, but he really transcended the sport. I mean, he was bigger than basketball. One, he, he was. He was Air Jordan. He was just unbelievable. Fair Go enough, on, right? Logo. Right. So. Um, I'll leave my best to last. I've gone for... I mean, your three icons there are very international. I've decided on three homegrown talents. We're talking about three British superstars. And during my childhood, there was a lot of near misses. I was close to picking Gaza because he was... I mean, Euro 96 was like the first proper tournament that I got in and Gaza was I mean again there's, there's likeness to your hair with Gaza at the minute <laughs> I remember your 96 yeah yeah he was he was unbelievable oh it's a funny that. one actually I was watching that Harry's Heroes did you watch oh, Harry's no, Heroes no. oh you should have watched it it was brilliant a clip came up of uh, Italia 90 so anyone listening who doesn't realise it's like the World Cup in 1990 yeah where England lost in the semi-final to Germany on penalties and it came up with like Italia 90 penalty shootout and they, they were showing the clips and I was sat there with Kim going oh god this brings back such bad memories and then she was like Adam you were one and a half <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said she was like Adam you were one and a half and I was like yeah it still hurts but yeah, yeah. so um, and obviously I was close to sort of going like Andy Murray I like Andy Murray yeah, I like but, Andy Murray. But he was more adult. He's yeah, he's, yeah, you were adult. So all I knew... You had pubes when Andy Murray was <laughs> Let's be honest with it. But my my only experience of tennis was Henman back in the oh, day. Oh, Tim. <laughs> but oh. he's not one of my choices. Well, t- let me... Let me let he me. personified British 
Oh, he was he was the, he was the mainstay, wasn't he? <laughs> but let me tell you something funny. <laughs> Edwin, right? When we were in school, when we were in secondary school, and Wimbledon was always on, one it round end of May, June, July, and we were in an English lit class. It wasn't that lit. Uh, it was just English, but it was lit, right? <laughs> so we were in that class, and they wheeled in the TV trolley to show us the Hound of the Baskervilles. Now, if anyone's done English lit, you surely have done the Hound of the Baskervilles. And then they're putting on it, but at the same time, Tim Henman was on centre court, right? So we were going, oh, miss, miss, miss. I think it was Miss Jennings. We were like, Miss Jennings, can we put can we put Wimbledon on? Come on, it's near the end of the year. Can we put Wimbledon? No, we're working to A-levels. You're at AS-levels. We're working to a Oh, come on, put... put Put Tim on. Put put Henman on. He's on. He's on centre court. And she was going, no, no. So as the Hound of Baskervilles were playing, me and the boys were looking at each other, and we just kept going like, "Good Tim, good Tim, good Tim." Like as you quiet, and we're going, "Good Tim, oh Tim," and all this for the whole time. And she still didn't put it on. No. We, watched, we watched the whole of the Hound of the Baskervilles. We're probably interrupted with Tim. <laughs> So, it, it, Tim was close, but my three... I'm going for Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. Just because, you know... He gave us the first World Cup win, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, the first World Cup win of my life. The first thing England ever won in my life. True. 2003. Yeah. And I remember watching... Oh, it was just... Uh, yeah. And and he was... He was Unbelievable! Yeah, he was great. He was just unbelievable. I used to love how small he was, yet he used to put in the biggest hits. Oh, so big. So big. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> he was so big. Um, nah, he, like, and he was so class. He was, he was just, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And won us the World Cup and showed... What, what I loved about him is how dedicated he was to the art. That's what I loved about him. So he's he's number one. Number two, uh, Freddie Flintoff, right? And I loved Freddie. That is it the 2005 Ashes? Yeah, yeah. Where he won it and he was leathered. Oh, yeah, he was leathered. I always remember yeah. that. He was like, leathered at the end. Um... Because I was at an age where I appreciated how leathered he was. Leathered, yeah. <laughs> Getting leathered, <laughs> But I remember years before... So 2005, well, not years before, about three, four years before, we'd been in Love Train on a Wednesday night, right? Um, and Love Train was... Quality. Oh, yeah, it was great, great days. And he was in there with a couple of his Lancashire pals. And I remember me and uh, one of my mates, he was really into cricket, like, obsessed with cricket. And we clocked onto the fact that Freddie Flintoff was there, was there. so... We were both levered, and we were like, oh, my God, Freddie Flintoff. And um, <laughs> it was at that time where we were wearing, um, like, sweatbands on our wrists or yeah, bandanas band on our wrists. Yeah. And we went over to Freddie, and we are like, yeah, Freddie. And Freddie, like, looked at us, disgusted in our attire, <laughs> wearing sweatbands. And rightfully so. <laughs> Grabbed my mate's hand, took off his sweatband, and launched it across the dance floor <laughs> for six, just absolutely through it. And I remember my mate was so gutted because it cost like whatever it was, like a yeah. fiver at the time. And he went <laughs> up for the sweatband 
and spent the rest of the night. And I just looked onto Freddie like, mate, he's, that's cringy, isn't it? Like, why? Whilst, like, sneakily <laughs> taking off your sweatbands. <laughs> I'm sneakily taking mine off while going, like, that's sad, isn't it? Like, he's going to go and look for that. It's only, like, a fire. Like, what's going on? What an absolute sad act. Anyway, I think you're really good. But, yeah, that 2005 Ashes performance. He's a legend, And yeah. I've checked, because I've been watching the test on Amazon Prime. Yeah. About the Australian cricket team. And it has given me a... a a newfound respect for cricket but ultimately my final choice as far as 90s sport or naughty sporting icon has to be Bex David Beckham 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 I mean he was bigger than bigger he was just like he was an icon still is Is still as smooth smooth as anything Um, I loved him absolutely loved him from the moment he broke through the the first team when he hit it from the halfway line I was just in just yeah. in and everyone used to haircuts as Still well in. Isn't it? I mean I I tried to replicate a lot of the haircuts I'll openly admit it but there was a few that I didn't I, didn't I, can't, commit I to. can't remember whether I said this on a pod or not and I, again throwing out an apology for all you early listeners but I took a picture of Beckham into a barber's once. It's the only ever time I've done it. <laughs> Swear to God, it's the only ever time I've done it. And I gave it to, uh, to you know, a cut head by Paul. I mean, it doesn't fill you with confidence, does it? Like a cut head with Paul. You know, like you know, if it was like a cut a hit, a cut a head with Rodrigo, you'd just be like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna give me the Beckham. A cut head with Paul. I was a bit like, ooh, all right then. And I gave him, I gave him this Beckham picture, right? And this is what happened. He looked at this Beckham picture, and he went, yeah, sound. Scrunched it up and launched it in the bin. Missed the bin, but it just sat next to all the dusty hair on the floor, right? And I thought, oh god. I came out of that hairdresser's looking like a turkey. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't quite believe it. It looked... No, and the fact that the barber, Paul, was, was so cocky to just... Quick glance at the pic, scrunch it which, up. Which one was it? You which are? Beckham cut was it? It was like... It was like... Um, it was like because I committed to a lot of the back and But do you know the front? You know, what year are we talking? You're talking about 2002 when he had like the sides shaved off. And oh, he so he saw, it was sort of a it mullet. Was a bit of a half mullet. Half mullet. But do you know yeah, what the funniest I, I thing was? Was when he went when he when he did he, he like went a bit further. And one of my mates did the same thing, <laughs> and he went to the same place. And you'll never believe this. It'll sound like I've made it up, but it's true, and people know. If, you know, my mates who listen will know. He took a picture to a cut head by Paul, right? <laughs> and he looked at the picture, screwed it up, threw it in the bin, right? Started cutting my mate's hair. Then in the middle of cutting my mate's hair, he went over to the bin and opened up the pick and had a look and then put it back in the bin. There's <laughs> a city supporter on it. <laughs> city supporter. No, I mean, there were certain cuts that I didn't commit to. Like, when he shaved his head, I didn't commit that far. And I didn't commit when he got the, the dreadlocks, braids, yeah. the braids. But there was a guy that we used to work with at Next. Do you remember the guy who worked at Next with us who committed to every single haircut Beckham got? I mean, he even went for the... I'm sure he worked on Kids With You. Well, I don't remember that. Oh, suede. And he had the the, dread, the the cornrows. Really? Yeah, he committed to... Every haircut he got, he copied. I mean, I did a few. 
but I didn't I didn't go full I in. tried to do a few but look like a <laughs> so there we go so there, there we've got our three choices of sporting icons from our youth so Adam's gone for Tiger Woods Hulk Hogan and Michael Jordan I've gone Johnny Wilkinson Freddie Flintoff David Beckham we will get the vote up on the Facebook page during the week uh, and we need to finish there because we're two and a half hours in never yeah two and a half I know that's probably the longest episode we've ever done I hope you've enjoyed it anyway hope you found it useful whether you're running and I mean I think there's only one way to finish the episode um, and that's just to finish with a bit of a rave so before we hit the rave as always please do subscribe rate and review the podcast um, get on the Facebook group get sharing anything you think could be uh, funny enough to get in the episodes and let's just rave with Bojo Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. We have a route and we have a plan. Work from home if you can. Take care of yourself and each other.